My name is Paul, and I'm a comic book geek. My name is Hugh, and I'm an all-purpose geek. My name is Corbs, and I'm a sports geek. My name is Jack, I'm a history geek. This is GeekPod. Welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm your host, Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Jack. I'm Lana. I'm Andrew, I think. Is he? I'm checking for you. He, he looks like Andrew. I'm wearing Andrew's to, underwear. Do we need to scan the barcode big... to make sure? <laughs> yeah. He's got no, a big he told me the barcode doesn't work. See, that's too bad. That would be fantastic. Yeah, it would be. Because if, uh, if it did work, you should force like Walmart to ring you up every time. Wait, you've got a barcode <laughs> on the back of your head. And for those yeah. people who don't know what we're talking about, Andrew has a barcode tattooed on the back of his head. It was fun. How bad? How bad did that hurt? Um, it really wasn't that bad. Just when uh, uh, the needle caught in like hair follicles and it would skip and it'd be like, <gasps> oh. Rather than that, it was kind of cool. What's the story behind your barcode tattoo? Uh, it's actually my last name. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Nice. Impressive. Most impressive. So, was there a website where you could create your last name in a barcode or something? Uh, you can pick up uh, uh, barcode fonts. There's like a like 130 of them. When I did this, I chose the third one for no specific reason. <laughs> Just because that's the one. That, that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like okay. I like the lines in that one. <laughs> yeah. No, the lines like I'm nice, straight. Some are fat. Some are skinny. I love that. <laughs> How long did it take you to get the tattoo? Um, well, my girlfriend at the time had one. Her last name was is four letters, and it's like this little, like an inch, maybe inch and a half, uh, in width. And um, the tattooist, can I say her name? I don't see why not. Oh, uh, That's your she's call. not in business anymore. Uh, came with uh, Phoenix Rising. Um, I don't know if they're uh, a thing anymore. Um, but it took her an hour and a half. Maybe a little longer to do it. Mine is like um, three times longer, and it took her like 40 minutes. Um, uh, she's a you know, self-avowed um, um, man-hating lesbian, I think is what she called me, or called herself rather. And uh, she was actually sitting on my back <laughs> with, with, with my head in the palm of her hand, and I mean the look on her face, tongue hanging out between her teeth, and this look of rage, and just rah, she's doing it. Pretty intense. Damn. You know, she was always nice to me. I think she just doesn't like you. That's a good possibility. Yeah, I gotta wonder though, when they're doing the barcodes, do they put a ruler up on the back of your head to make sure the lines are straight? <laughs> I actually uh, wasn't brave enough to ask her if she was going to do that because I'm kind of scared of her. But other than that, we'll ring up the back of your head and it'll be like one free Kermit the Frog. Ding ding ding! Too much for you. <laughs> what? <laughs> the price? Too much for you? Really? You could. You, oh no no no! We, we followed what was being said. We were just trying to figure out where 
left field Jack was coming from. Because oh. you scan in the barcode and it rings up Kermit the Frog. <laughs> Start whipping out the gay jokes. <laughs> you know I know you're gay? <laughs> you listen to Coldplay. <laughs> you, know how you, you know how you're gay? Oh. You like the movie Made in Manhattan. Actually, uh, gentlemen, <laughs> all right. I am uh, geeked about the fact that The Walking Dead returns tomorrow night. Uh, pretty sure uh, more than one person around this table is excited about that. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, Fuck that show. No, I'm just kidding. Now, I've seen some interesting things uh, online about this. Uh, first of all, that apparently Andrew Lincoln has stated that after he read the script for the season finale, it made him sick to his stomach and he felt awful and couldn't sleep and. That's just scary, and he said he was disgusted by it. Now, I don't know if that was taken out of context, if this means it's the first time he's actually been disgusted by the show, like, he disagrees with it, or if it was just, you know, it disgusted him on a more emotional level. Uh, I'm thinking that this is going to be a real rough eight episodes from everything I'm seeing. Yeah, that's, mm-hmm. that's what I'm... I'm hoping yeah. so. You want everybody to die? I don't want everyone to die, but... I want yeah. Glenn to survive. That's about it. I just like him. Yeah, Glenn, yeah. Glenn's good. I, I like Daryl. I'm a, I'm a Daryl fan. He's totally well, going to bite it. Well, like you he said... I think so? Yeah. Well, the, we're all excited for the premiere back, but there's so many characters right now. Like, so, like the cast is so strong. Like, the, we have a lot of people. Like, yes, we love the show so much, but... I only, I only know the, the main characters that were, like, there from the beginning. Okay. I want the priest um, to die. Yeah, we can all agree Father Gabriel needs to die, but, like... But, um, would I you... I like s- being spoken for. What? Don't say we all, damn it. You're okay. killing me. All right. But, um, the show, though, like, it's it's a great show. We love it, but, um... Okay. Oh. I said it again. <laughs> Great show, but it's way too big to cast, and some people need to die. That's all I got. Well, they're bringing right. a lot of new people, too. So, the me part of me believes that. We've Whatever. got the Megan's men, the Hilltop people. I mean, there's there's so many people coming into the show. Uh, they've got to make room. But uh, I just wonder, they're not gonna. They're not getting all upset about this. We're not hearing the stuff that we're hearing if they're just killing off people we don't even care about. Yeah, right. I think it's, it's going to be a rough season for the regulars. So there's going to be a lot less regulars, I think, at the end Oh, of the absolutely. Season. Which I think they have to do to keep moving on. And I think they really just need to kill Daryl just to piss off the entire fan base. Daryl, Just call Glenn. out the Glenn. fan base. Not Glenn. All right, I, I gotta go. I can't be here for this. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, I, we, I've said before that I felt like Daryl was kind of meandering this season and he didn't really have a whole lot to do. Yeah. Uh, the only thing that really gets me about killing him off is he's one of the few characters, uh, actually pretty much the only character that isn't uh, an analog for a different one, uh, that he just doesn't exist in the comics. So they can do anything with him. So to kill him off, even though it makes sense though, dramatically in the way the show goes, almost feels like um, a lost opportunity because Daryl could become anything in this show because he doesn't have any kind of story written for him already. Right. Now, did you 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 read the book, right? Yes. They did finally introduce him into the book, right? No, no, not really. There, there was a character named Daryl, but it wasn't the same character. They they uh they promoted it like, like that it was, was going to be, yeah, but it wasn't. Gotcha. Okay. Wasn't I wasn't sure. Character. Definitely. Um, what's got me geeked? Um, I'll take um a sports reference to Syracuse basketball. They're seventeen and eight right now. Um, seeing them play very well right now, it's great to see. Uh, Jim Beheim is back. He was suspended for the start of the ACC um, season, and they've been playing very well right now and leading into um, 
March Madness. Hopefully Syracuse can get back to it because last year he had all those allegations against him and they had to um, fight their way back in. But just seeing Syracuse play well as a team and they're starting to feel like the Syracuse of old that we all grew up with. It's just like the past couple of years before this, it was hard to watch them. So seeing them pl- finally play well again is very nice to see. I just It's got me geeked because it's like, finally I can watch an SU basketball game and enjoy it and watch every single play. And just for the past couple of years, it's just been painful to watch. You have already have too many things in your life that make you ashamed and hide under a blanket. Fair enough. <laughs> I know where to look tonight. I'm <laughs> Okay, so the other day, me and my friend were horsing around. My friend and I. Shut up. And I was messing with his hair, and that always annoys him. And so he karate chopped my arm multiple times. Yeah. So last night. Wait, is this a cry for help? No, 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 no. (laughs) No, no. Just listen. Um, so, last night, I got bored, and I noticed it was, like, slightly raised, like a bump, but it wasn't really bruised, so I decided that I was gonna take some grease paints and exaggerate it, so I then sent him a photo of it, and he denied it for about five minutes, and then he's (laughs) like, I'm real sorry, (laughs) and it was just the best thing ever. Well, show everybody. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, I thought there was a real bruise when she went yeah. into the karate shop multiple times. I looked right. at her like, whoa! <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> no, it's a little sparkly. <clears throat> you can see. Okay. That's what, my bruise is sparkly? You're so? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> sparkly, I love it. Shh, don't tell them, Edward. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that's, that's a first. A Twilight reference on Geek Pod. I think we've right, talked Edward, about sparkly. That's right. That's we've that's talked... Susan, right? I don't know what you tell me. Before. <laughs> and, yeah, and, and you know what? It's okay for the two of us to act, make Twilight references because we have wives. Yes. I'm also. I should I make the uh, the thing what I'm geeking out to? Or well, should that could. be till later? Okay, so we're gonna twofer. We discussed Photoshop the other week, and so I went home. And this happened. Oh, yeah. oh dear. <laughs> That's For those of you who can't see this, it is Hall's face on a Power Girl cosplayer with uh, Chewbacca's hair flying out of the boob window. You look sexy. <laughs> no. Yeah, no, that, that is a direct reference from the a bit from one of my most recent favorite episodes of Geek Pod. Diane's Vegetti. <laughs> yeah. And I decided to do the rest of you. So there's Corbs as Supergirl. That's ew. Yeah. Yeah, there were oh. no good pictures of him. Like, all of them, he was like. <laughs> he was taking them from below and he had like a major double chin. And then. He's fat. That's, yeah. That's yeah. I know where you're going with this. And then my dad. <laughs> oh, dear. You have a great pair of boobs. <laughs> you have good boobs. <laughs> You're gonna have wow. to put these up. Keep them bad girls out. Yeah, Let's see yeah, them. Uh, this is uh, Black Widow. Yeah. Kind of. With a huge beard. Yeah. <laughs> and I saved the best for last. I'm really proud of this one. This one turned out great. 
Now, for those of you who <laughs> listened to the um, Free Comic Book Day podcast, you're gonna get this. But it's Jack's face <laughs> on Wonder Woman. The skin tone is perfect. Look at that. Wow. It's almost like he posed for that. I got good. I got good boobs, man. <laughs> Let's see him. Come on. Man, that's great. You got a good waistline too. That's another. Yeah. That, You're that, a little happy though. That's exactly what I would envision a Utica Wonder Woman to look like. <laughs> <laughs> well, I gotta go <laughs> get ready for my part. Damn it! I should have given him a tooth gap. <laughs> a tooth gap. Oh my uh, yeah. god. Anyway. <clears throat> well. Did you listen to the free comic book day? Of course not. <laughs> he was playing with a little Wonder Woman thing, the and it had like a little like a hole splurry. in the middle of the teeth, and it looked like a tooth gap. Wow. Which it's still there. I saw it yes. on we did Thursday see it. night. We actually, I was going to bring that up. We had a discussion about it, because Jack saw it in the shop mm-hmm. and pointed it out, and, and I was explaining to Josh <laughs> what it was. And I said something about Utica Wonder Woman. He goes, no, that's a, that's a Fulton Wonder Woman. I was like, so. so I also decided I was going to do all of you um, um, villains, too. But I only got uh, to Paul and Mr. Hugh. So Mr. Here, Hugh. here's Paul on Poison Ivy. Paul on Poison Ivy would look way different. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> A much bigger look of terror on her face. <laughs> and then there's my dad. You got another good rest? Catwoman. <laughs> well, one. I used the same photos from before, like the little cutouts that I made, because those are really difficult to do. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I might do this one again because I need to, like, flip the, his face and make it so it's going the same way as hers. Yeah, that, that's, that's kind of anatomically fucked. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no yeah, there's some apps where like it'll like switch the direction. Gotcha. Yeah, flip your face. There's out. a whole website you can go to that does all of this. It right. Is face and hold yeah, I asked her if she. That's what it's called. <laughs> yes, it is. At oh. first, I, I thought you were telling me about something completely different. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. So crazy. that's what's got me geeked. You're gonna have to send those all to Paul. Yeah. I thought you sent them all to him. I did send some of them, but I, I have the them hero all. ones. Yeah. So. It's too good to have the villain ones. Apparently. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have them either. Well, the villain ones kind of suck. Villains do kind of suck. That's why they're the villains. Yeah, but villains are kind of cool too. What right. about anti heroes? Are they kind of villains? They're just anti. <laughs> I got nothing. Anyway, so that kind of rolls into what's got me geeked, and that was the Deadpool movie. How how do those correlate at all? He said anti-hero, villain, oh, villain, wow. anti-hero. Deadpool. I saw what you did there. Mm-hmm. I like that. But thank you for being the uh, the viewers or listeners' window on this if they don't uh, already know. That's right. If they couldn't follow along. Thank you. We don't know how fast or slow our listeners are. They're still listening, so they yeah. can't be that smart. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good point. Well, they're our listeners. Which is good. What Talk about the Deadpool movie. Paul. Can I? Yeah. Would you please? So yeah, I, um, as you know, or you will know, if you know, I actually get my editing done. Um, we went Thursday night, saw Deadpool at the private screening held by Cloud City Comics and Toys in the Shopping Town Mall. Yes. That sounded so professional. <laughs> See, but we do it well. Um, we had the privilege of hanging out with Jeff Watkins again. The White Morgan Freeman. Um, all in all, great movie. 
great fucking movie. Had a blast with it. Still don't like the character. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, for two hours, yeah, it was fun. I, uh, I, I've been seeing the movie's praises since Thursday night. All day at work, people were asking me yesterday. I, I, I shot real with them. Really funny, hilarious movie. Not for everybody. No. Yeah. Yeah, I'm real excited to go watch this with my mom. It's going to be so fucking awkward. Yeah. Yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is. But, um, yeah. Bottom line, quick recommendation. Go see Deadpool. If you're a fan of us, I think they'll enjoy the movie. If yeah. they get our sensibilities, they'll definitely probably still be a little shocked by that movie. But it's fantastic. Good times. I'm questioning the sensibilities part. Well, we have them, even if they're not sensible. <laughs> they oh. still exist. All right. But like you can have emotions without being emotional. They're two separate things. Okay, Spock. Did you dye your beard and eyebrow red? Mm-hmm. Squirrel. Yeah, a little Squirrel. bit. Exactly. Well, because like, he's got a little <laughs> chin bit that like grew out, and it's like... Yes, it's, it's called regrowth in the industry. Look at you, a beard yeah. comb. <laughs> I've got one. They're awesome. And a brush. They're awesome, yep. And beard wax. Exactly. I don't and think oil. You need a beard. Just saying, this I is don't, No, I trim my beard right up. <laughs> Andrew, what's got you geeked? Um, standard uh, 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 subjects, uh, at least for me, um, ink, uh, which I don't have a lot of, but I always want more. Um, guns, um, like those. Um, books, TV, movies. This is very broad. <laughs> Any specific books and movies? Um, well, I'm reading, rereading the uh, Anne Rice books, Vampires, and they're not sparkly, oddly enough. They're not. Um, and, you know, I, yeah, <laughs> brain fart, wow. That's where okay, did, we kind of threw you on the spot again. Where did my train of thought go? Derailed at the station. <laughs> like, what kind of tattoos, though, like, would you want to get? <laughs> Oh, come on, we were doing so well with the book thing. It's fine. Gun tattoos. A gun there tattoo. Tattoos with, tattoos with guns with guns. That's right. Well, she's, um, she's going to be writing more of the Vampire Chronicle books. Um, I think she's got one that just came out not too long ago. Um, yeah, she finally decided that Jesus was not her savior and uh, decided to go back to what made her lots of money. Well, yeah. You know, Jesus. That is a good plan. Hey, like Odin. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Don't come here pushing your religious agenda. <laughs> this is the Kirk Cameron hour now. <laughs> oh, later now. <laughs> oh, hey, Paul's writing that down. What do we got a title? A potential title? Oh wow! Oh my God! Really? Wow! That's possible. You have nice hair. That. I can't read that. That's okay. I can you don't read have it. It's upside down and like three miles away. <laughs> Doctor Who, Hugh, do you have some news for us? <laughs> I do have news this week. Uh, let me pull this up here. Uh, not a whole lot. <laughs> really? <laughs> uh, Alright, so uh, the first in the news, why you mad ball, bro? Uh, the Mad Balls are back, and there's going to be a new comic series uh, for the uh, 80s fad Mad Balls. Uh, if you don't know what they were, they were these uh, rubber balls that were sculpted with really bizarre faces that were kind of gross, and each had their own names and personalities. Think the the circular rubber version of Garbage Pail Kids, if I probably can't think of a better reference than that. <laughs> now, they had a lot of stuff back then. They had trading cards and toys and all this stuff, and now Roar Comics is uh, bringing out a, I believe it's a four-issue miniseries about Mad Balls. Now... 
why is this news? Well, I'm not really sure. And Mad Balls, I remember them. They were fun. Everybody in school had them at the time. I think it's more of, um, seriously, you're making a comic book? I mean, hey, what's next? Baseballs? Ooh, that's going to be interesting. I'm just thinking, like, Thomas the Train type shit, where all, all the things just have faces and talk to each other. I, yeah, I don't they're know. creepy, though. I, you, but they're balls? Not I mean, even Thomas the Train. Oh, no, Thomas yeah, was cool. Yeah, no, but <laughs> I was... creepy. Oh, oh so early version. You like balls. The early no, during, version. During Christmas, we watched an entire episode of just different trains on Thomas the Train just crashing. And I really did not understand. I would so love to watch that. <laughs> Thomas, you're dead. <laughs> it was good when I was a kid. That was like claymation for him, though. I don't know like what they're two doing weeks now. Ago, right? <laughs> yes, last week. Oh uh, no, but um, George Carlin was like the narrator, which was pretty badass. I thought. On Thomas the Train. Yeah, Thomas the Tank that. Engine. Early, it was claymation. I, well, I mean, George Carlin. <laughs> Damn right. <Jesus> Christ. <laughs> yeah, and then they they had Ringo Starr and George Carlin for their first narrators. That is really cool. I did not know that. Um, I don't know if my respect for George is quite as high as it was prior to knowing that, but okay. Anyway, uh, it's going to be released in April, the first issue, uh, so go check it out if you're that strange. Uh, next up is because why not? Disney has announced that there's going to be a new animated short-form Lego series called Lego Star Wars The Resistance Rises. It's going to be all set, I guess, prior to The Force Awakens or in that general time frame. It's going to feature a lot of the, the characters we saw in the movie. Uh, Kylo Ren, Poe Dameron, Han Solo, Finn Ray, and BB-8, and Maz Kanata are all going to make appearances in these shorts. Now, I called it because why not? Not because I, I want to make fun of it. I mean, it's going to be kind of neat. Uh, it's just that Lego does everything now. Uh, I mean, I've even seen recently there was a Lego uh, episode of Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I mean, it's like, whoa. They're just, oh, they look like the Duplo guys, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, I saw that. I, they're just That's... making Lego versions of everything. I, I don't entirely understand it. They're entertaining. Because they can. Well, yeah, yeah. But, because you know, why not? Yeah. Legos are yeah, awesome. Because why not? Exactly. Uh, but, you know, hey, whatever. Uh, if you're into that kind of thing, it's going to be coming out shortly. Uh, I do wonder, though, and maybe one of you guys can answer this for me. All these shorts they're doing all have voices. I recall that the Lego shorts and the Lego games originally, there were no voices for anything. They, yeah, had they just to, grunted and stuff. Yeah, they had to portray things without actual um, vocal acting, which I thought was very clever and made them think. When did that change? Anybody have any idea? I can't. Like Thursday, I think. Oh. Something like that. Okay. <laughs> I, I must have missed that. I was at the Deadpool movie. The Lego so. movie? No, it, it was before that. Cause they were putting out a bunch of these like directed DVD. I think it was once they became, like, all the different properties started getting their own things, they probably went You know, we full really on. need to, to change this so that we can make 1,500 cartoons this year. Yeah, or something basically. Along those lines. Anyway, on to the next story. That's a lot of chimichangas. As of <laughs> Friday night, 8.30 p.m., uh, Deadpool has new numbers in, and it looks like it is going to break Fifty Shades of Grey's uh, Friday figure by 37%. Now, if you don't know this, uh, Fifty Shades of Grey had one of the highest grossing um, weekends and Fridays for an R-rated movie. It was kind of a big deal. Now, I I know I don't think any of us here have watched the movie, and that's no. not really yeah. our thing. Fifty Shades of Grey, yeah, I've seen it. Oh, oh. <laughs> I shouldn't be surprised. I also read the books. I shouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, th that's kind of a big deal, because one of the things they were worried about is that the Deadpool movie was not going to uh, manage to have a huge opening. And the fact that it's, you know, it might end up being the, the biggest R-rated uh, premiere of all time, I mean, we'll, we'll see. Uh, regardless, $50 million movie, right now uh, it's looking like it, uh, it's going to have a four-day haul of $115.3 million. Way bigger than anybody expected. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah, $115 million. 
Uh, it's already done 12 million in international markets, even though R-rated movies are usually tough in international markets. But hey, you know, if you like Deadpool, if you want to see more of this stuff, I mean, this is the best thing that could possibly happen, and this is definitely Ryan Reynolds' biggest opening of all time. And it's probably going to be his biggest movie of all time, I would imagine. Bigger than Green Lantern? Come on. Uh, that, that's unfair, though. Green Lantern can make things as big as he wants to. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, Bumblebee Tuna. Transformers is going to be doing some spin-off movies, and guess who's getting their own spin-off? Mm. Everybody's favorite yellow Camaro, Bumblebee. He now, was a Volkswagen. Not anymore. Yeah, gonna have Did to deal with Bumblebee it. Bumblebee Tuna? You're too young wow. to have gotten that reference. <laughs> anyway, now what's going to happen is they're going to be telling us the never-heard-before story of Bumblebee. Now, mm. this is interesting. and kind of ties into the Lego thing. Uh, it's kind of tough to tell a never-before-heard story of a character who doesn't really talk. We also kind of... And this is what concerns me. Is is this going to be set on Earth, or is it going to be set on Cybertron? I know that the three uh, movies or spinoffs they've announced, they, they've said maybe some are going to be set on Cybertron. Well, if they're set on Cybertron, he wouldn't even look like Bumblebee, would he? No, probably not. I mean, it's not like, hey guys, look, I've decided to make myself look like a vehicle from a planet we've never visited yet. <laughs> right. I mean, that, that just doesn't make sense. Uh, you know, I don't know why they're not just going forward with more Transformers movies. I mean, they are, but I know they want to create a universe, but do we? it's tough to have spinoffs about characters who've only been those characters since they landed here, and we've seen everything that happened so far. Right. <clears throat> I, I find it interesting. Um, I, we'll see what's going to happen there. Uh, anyway, on to the next news thing. I Katana Wait. Uh, if you are a fan of uh, Travelers or Telltale Games, uh, Walking Dead games, the Game of yes. Thrones games, uh, Borderlands, all of that stuff, they're releasing a new, it's a much smaller game this time. I think it's only two or three parts, but they're releasing Michonne's Story. Mm. Uh, it's going to be coming out at the end of the month, of February 23rd for PC, and it looks like mobile players are going to have to wait until February 25th, and it's going to come to Android and Apple platforms. Now, if you're not familiar with these games, they're kind of like interactive movies or stories. You're not actually moving, controlling the character all the time. Sometimes you do move the character around, but events unfold, and you're not just choosing, this is what I want to say. There's also, you get in a fight with a zombie or something, and there are quick-time events. So what has really carried those games is the fact that the stories are really well done. Uh, otherwise, they'd be kind of boring. Uh, I think a lot of people are going to be excited about this because, first of all, it's based on a comic, you know, not, not the TV show, and we're going to be able to see Michonne in, in a place we've never seen her before. And I don't want to give too much away for people who aren't reading the comics or we haven't gotten there um, on the show. But it, it, it doesn't look like it's... There's a ship involved, like the kind that sails. Okay. Water. Uh, according to what I was reading, I mean, I can only go off what's been released so far. Yeah, but so, that ship sailed already. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> what a bunch. But it looks like if that's where it is, either it's pre-us knowing Michonne, or it's going to be happening um, just prior to where we are in the comics right now, which is a lot farther ahead than the TV show. Uh, after the events of the All Out War storyline, there was a two-year gap. And during that two-year gap, Michonne was gone, and she... She was on a ship with uh, some other people, and they were going around finding survivors, scavenging, things like that. It sounds to me like it's set during that period, so uh, that's kind of exciting for me, and that's really all the news. Thanks for blowing that open for me. You're welcome. <laughs> I haven't read them yet. Thank you. No, that's really cool, though. Like, well, I'll they don't actually show that. It happens in a two-year gap, so what difference does it make? Oh. That's a good point. Anyway. That's a very good point that we were waiting for. <laughs> Back up. Hello. <laughs> Thank Sorry. you. 
No, but you that's actually interests me a lot because um, I did download um, the Walking Dead game and the Game of Thrones game, and those are awesome games. The graphics, it was like it's like a moving graphic novel. Yeah. And I love like making decisions and those kind of games. Those are really well done. Like, I'm still waiting for season three for that to come out because when I finished season two of the Walking Dead game. I pick my decision, and it's just um, it just um, keeps the story going. It's yeah. really well done. And it's an easy way to get achievements too. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> so, Paul looks. I'm not familiar with the Telltale games. I oh, haven't tried these great. out. Are they? They're really. Are well they done. free to play, or is it, you have to well, purchase? Usually, these, right? the first right. episode is free. So, if you're interested, grab it for your iPhone. Um, I, both the Walking Dead season one and two, uh, the first episode should be free for you. And if you decide you want the rest, right. you can buy them separately, or you can buy the entire game. Usually, I think I for like fifteen bucks. It was nice because around Christmas time, I got seasons one and two um, for ten bucks. It was nice. it was really well done, but um. <laughs> The character, like I, they can, re, our viewer, viewers, our listeners can um, figure it out themselves. But you follow the story of a little girl named Clementine, yeah. and um, it's very well done. And the choices you make affect yes things that happen farther into the game. And you get to season two, choices you made in season one, if you kept the right. save, will continue to affect the way people interact with you. Um, I mean, I personally, in my experience with the game, I've seen very little true effect on that because it mm-hmm. seemed like most options were still available to me it's just some characters were a little pissier with me right but you know i don't care if n- none of the decisions really made an effect the fact that it's a, a game that can make you feel the same kind of emotion you feel while you're watching the tv show mm-hmm. that rage? well that's what's cool about it because the first season was good but the second season was so much darker which was great well done and, and don't get into detail I no i'm not but it was just very well done like i'm still waiting like i said for that season three and i really want to try it but I'm gonna try it first. That yeah, the Game of Thrones one was pretty cool too. Oh yeah. I pissed off Tyrion Lannister. <laughs> you know, I read that the Game of Thrones one was a little anticlimactic though, because it's in a place where you can't really affect anything, because all the other stuff is going on. Yeah, for the I mean, it's also the first episode, you know, so um, you know we can hope for you know better uh, uh, gameplay as uh, yeah. as the seasons go on. Right, but yeah, that was a good one. But the Walking Dead one was just so much cool. So. Much. So much cool. So much cool. So much cool. Yeah, write that down. So much cool. That was a Van Wilder reference. Here, write this down. <laughs> Have you seen Van Wilder? No. I no, we had that discussion. We yes, we did. Uh, was it on mic or off mic, though? I don't remember. Uh, it might have been off mic. I think it was when we were eating pizza in the food right. court, actually. It was. So. When you were eating pizza. Yes. So our listeners oh, know my. now that he was never seen Van Wilder. That's still not as big of a faux pas for us as never seeing a James Bond movie, though. Yeah, that's so. bad. Who, who hasn't seen it? <gasps> that guy right there. You no, cut me, bastard. Oh. Not a one. <clears throat> so, do we want to dive right into this? Well, I don't know. Uh, do we? Uh, what, what do we have for the week? Um, that. We have our book club. Okay. <laughs> and um, not much else going on. Like, I cleared space for this. Okay. Well, we should probably find out if anybody's got anything they wanted to talk about this week. Nope. I'm good. Way to prepare, Jack. This is what I'm preparing for. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Andrew? Um, I'm wearing clean underwear today. I'm wearing Stormtrooper underwear today. (gasps) Ooh. I wore my Stormtrooper undies for Nice. I I wish I would have known. I would have worn my Marvel superheroes ones that I got for Christmas. Then we could all be underwear buddies. That just sounds wrong. Yes, it does. There you go. That's another one. (laughs) You're welcome. My job here is done. 
Lana? Um, no, I'm kind of excited for the Final Fantasy thing. The thing that we hadn't been naming yet, but hopefully everyone listening knows what we're talking about. Well, I, my uh, wife had an interesting suggestion last night. Now, uh, when I sent... It basically, do you want me to tell everybody what we're doing here? Feel free. Okay. It, basically, after our last uh, recording session, uh, we were thinking about if we want to do anything holiday-themed. And uh, Valentine's Day is tough, you know, to come up with something that makes sense in the, the, the construct of what we do here. We don't sit here and talk about our emotions that often, and it doesn't usually involve romance. So, I got the idea. Why don't we reach out to some of our <laughs> some of our oh, listeners, boy. and uh, you know, see see if they have any questions, any relationship questions, anything like that that they want to ask Geekpod. So I went and I put up a Facebook post, uh, basically saying, you know, listen, if you have any relationship questions, we're going to be answering them uh, for our Valentine's Day special, and to send emails directly to us, not to put it in the comments, because we wanted it to be. A surprise for everybody. You know, you put it up there, then everybody reads it, and then the, and we also wanted to protect people's privacy. Yes. Yes. So. So you did remove names on all of that, right? Uh, yes. Yes. I. Uh, yes, I did. And some of them actually signed with stuff because this is like a dear Abby thing. You know, people mm-hmm. generally <laughs> sign their letters with something because they don't want to know. Yeah. So. Uh, so what we did is we, we took all the responses we got, and uh, I sent them to Paul last night. Just copied and pasted them into an email. And uh, Paul printed them up today. Now, I mean, other than just putting it together, I tried not to read them. Did you actually go through them? I, I saw it quickly. I just... Okay, because we didn't want to yeah. ruin ourselves either. Uh, we wanted it to be a surprise <laughs> so we could get some really good reactions from you guys. <laughs> and here's the thing. We're going to have Jack and Andrew answer these questions. Now, um, Jack is going to be answering them because Jack is Jack. He's crazy. He's loony. And I just thought it would be, you know, good audio. I chose Andrew because... Andrew is the strangest person I've ever met who doesn't have a health or chromosomal reason for it. And yeah, I just, we know of at least. Yeah, so I just thought that that would be gold. So, last night, I was telling my wife that I sent you the email, and she said, what are you guys calling it? And I said, going sh- like there's something going on here. I noticed that too. So the first time I thought there was something going on between us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I said, uh, she goes, what are you guys going to call it? And I said, oh, I, I think I put in the subject of um, Geek Pod uh, Mail Sack. And she asked me about that. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> well, I said, because mailbag is kind of boring. Everybody uses that. And mail sack is kind of funny. And she goes, why don't you call it the mail sack? M-A-L-E. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that oh. came from my wife. Holy cow. So I don't know if we if we make this a regular thing, if you want to call it that. What, the but, mail sack? Yeah, the mail sack. <laughs> yeah, write that down, Paul. <laughs> it can even, even be mailbag would work, too. Just putting the change in the spelling of mail makes it funny. Uh, but, yeah, that's it. That's the, the idea behind this. And hey, what's in the mail sack, buddy? Huh? Exactly. A little lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's more than we needed to know, Jack. Uh, well, so, Paul, you know, are you ready to do this? Let's do this. Okay. Let's do it. Let's now, go. Do you want to start off? We'll we'll go back and forth. You and I reading these and these two answering them. Okay. You want to do that? So you want me to start? Go ahead. Okay. Fearless leader. Andrew looks like he's on an interview. <laughs> so guys, um, I don't know. We decided two. we're going to both let them answer. You need two guys. Okay, <laughs> get on that. Uh, we're going to let them both answer the questions. Is that what we decided? Yes. Instead of just I want them both to, to impart their knowledge okay. to <laughs> us. 
<laughs> you just snored. I'm that's not sure if I can refrain from piping in on some of these either. I may actually have to interject. But, I mean, th this is all about yeah. the spotlight on these guys. I just feel yeah. like you're going to ask a question then answer. I'm like, wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> well, well, we're not trying not to do that. As I end reading it, just start right into an answer. Paul says interject. <laughs> See, this is what I'm talking yeah. about. That's how I got two kids. So. <laughs> I thought they come from the stork. We'll have a talk later, too. Well, okay. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> Okay, so I'm just gonna pick this right from the right from the top down. I'm not gonna peruse. I'm just gonna not Peru. Peruse. We're going to Peru. Look at a map once in a while. That was funny. Come on. Peru. Paddington's there. Dude, that was not Chad Paddington. Paddington. Oh. Paddington Bear. Okay. Tommy, little bastard. You guys do know I can start cutting mics, right? Just, just saying. <laughs> okay, uh, from the top, dear Geek Pod. If one person in a relationship lives on, say, Naboo, and the other lives on Tatooine, what's your advice on how to make a long-distance relationship work? Andrew? Oh, wow. Okay. Um, well, there's, there's, of course, having a you know, ship with the uh, proper hyperdrive capabilities. Um, or, well, wow. How do you make long-distance relationships work? I, I, well, like you're saying, you need the proper hyperdrive uh, <laughs> techniques, but um, you're going to send maybe um, your little R2 unit, and he's going to send messages. Oh, you know, R2 units with yes. their little holographic yes. thing? You can do messages. like, you know, like... Exactly. But yeah, but that's kind of like um, Fox Mail. So it's kind of like R2 Mail now. R2 Mail? That, that'll work. I could, mm -hmm. I could do that. It'll take forever, but... Um, you know, all the good times do. <laughs> so, um, I don't know the Star Wars like tech, um, innuendo, but like, is that what it's called? It's like those... Uh, what is it when they send those messages? What's it called in Star Wars? Um, sending the Hollow Net. So you're going to yeah. do your Hollow Net and R2 messages. That's what I, my advice would be. Send in Hollow Net and R2 messages back and forth. And no. of course, we'd have to have a Star Wars version of Tinder, you know, so they can, yeah, you know, side swipe left or right. Do the good stuff. Yeah. Now, now, are we talking about like Hollow messages, like what R2 projected um, when he, he yes. Leia's message? Are we talking about like in the Force Awakens? You know, they look like oh, it's so big in the holographic <laughs> projection. No, uh, what um, for Leia's message? That's what I'm That's what I'm saying. Well, you know, now that uh, now that uh, Master Hugh has uh, uh, come up with that, yeah, you like that, that one? Interesting. And you know, those R2 units have a lot of attachments we've seen. I wonder how many right. we have seen. <laughs> a lot. R2 all of a sudden has a flashlight in the or saying. R2. Oh yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> I'm not sure, but I'm pretty sure that would be the most suicidal droid on, on the, in the galaxy. Can we get that uh, droid like a hat and a pimp cane? Because <laughs> he's sending messages. It's like and, the pimp droid. And instead of his rollers, there get the the little uh, uh, acrylic uh, right. fish tanks there. And get him like a, a gold tube. Like um, for his eye, you put like some gold like bling in there. That work. Wait, wouldn't a droid actually wear a real eye? No. We, we, we put in metal teeth, they put in a real eye. Yeah, because he's already metal. Oh, okay. Ooh, hey. Archie's metal, yeah. So, 
Is this exactly how you thought this, <laughs> this was going to go? This is exactly how I thought it was going to go. Now, do you want to you know, pull back the whole Star Wars thing and actually answer the whole long-distance relationship question or no? No. <laughs> I, I wasn't really thinking that that was going to happen. Okay. Not with these two. <laughs> That's you know, why you, you and I are... If, if you want the question answer, I can elaborate. I, I was, well, maybe you can. Hold on. That's why I didn't want us to answer them because we would actually Really answer, answer them. Yeah. Read into it and do it. Yeah. I'm just not sure if... The uh, the sender was actually looking for a real answer, or was totally just. If they were looking for a real answer, they wouldn't be sending their question to Geekpod. Okay, good point. Well also, <laughs> if they were looking for a real answer, they wouldn't have thrown in like Naboo and Tatooine. And, yeah. yeah. Well, it was supposed to be geek related. I mean, who sent? They definitely framed it. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read the name of oh, it. Oh, Laura. Sure. It was from Laura. So, so I mean, Oh, so this is totally like tongue in cheek because obviously she does not have a long distance relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think she was just trying to think of a question. Trying to help us out. Okay. She's, so it says actually sign Laura, our number one fan. Okay. So. Okay. So yeah, that kind of narrows it down who that is. Yeah. Uh, so what did you have, Jack? Do you have something to throw out there? For a truthful answer? Yeah, truthful answer. Go okay. Um, long distance relationships are tough. I was almost in one. Uh, but <laughs> so, <laughs> so here's my experience. They're here's tough. Experience, but, um, don't do it. Make, make, make sense, because don't like do you it. Uh, can't see them on a regular basis. But if you have to have the true love for the person, try it out. Sky's the limit. If you really love the person, try it. And there's also Skype. Skype and FaceTime. Hand lotion. <laughs> and I'm also still a per- <laughs> big proponent on handwritten letters, too. They do have a, a uh, personal touch. That's what I think. You know, that you don't get... I mean, I, I don't think that uh, Lana's generation will even have that. I can remember passing letters in school. Mm-hmm. I mean, there was something exciting about getting that letter, and you could not read it until you were in a place where you know you weren't going to get it taken away. So it built amp- or anticipation and things like that. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, it's like boop, beep. You look at your phone. Ah, you know, you're in constant communication. So there's a certain uh, intimacy I think that is lost there. Well, absolutely. Um, like as you guys know, I'm very gullible. <laughs> you no. <laughs> <laughs> But like um, the handwritten letters are nice because like text messages you really don't have emotion, so like I like the handwritten letter. Well, you have emojis. But that's no. <laughs> Thank you, Lana. Ooh, there's a smiley face on it with its tongue sticking out. Yeah. I can't wait to see you. Poop emoji, poop emoji. Hugh, <laughs> <laughs> you're not supposed to say that. <laughs> that's actually chocolate so- uh, soft serve ice cream. No, it's not. Yes, it is. Is it really? Yes. That's what they say it's supposed to be, but it has been <laughs> universally embraced as shit. So that's the right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh. Should have put a cone on it or something. Yeah, that would oh. make sense. Oh, I mean, I mean, who, who, and who gets a? I mean, chocolate soft serve ice cream doesn't come in such a squat pile. Ever. <laughs> but I see those in my backyard after I bring the dogs in. So. Or after Andrew's visited. <laughs> God damn it, Andrew! <laughs> I couldn't hold it, man. The kids are in the bathroom. <laughs> Who are you shitting? It's in the front lawn. You didn't even make it to the house. <laughs> <laughs> I throw a snowball at the window. Oh. You! <laughs> <laughs> he takes your newspaper. Good morning! <laughs> morning, neighbor! Sugar was full! <laughs> what do you think I wiped my ass with? <laughs> then fold up nice and neat. Squirrel! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Next one. Yes, please. Okay, I need to compose myself. First time for oh. everything. Yeah, well, that... we're ready for the question, there, Doctor right. Hughes. <laughs> All right, um, dear Geekpod crew, I am a normal twenty-four-year-old guy who was lucky enough to find a girl who loved all the geeky things I love. 
My girlfriend has been great for the past two years, but then something weird happened. She started wanting to bring our love of genre into the bedroom. At first it was cool. It was all cosplay and lightsabers. Hey, that's not a bad idea. Right. You talk to your wife about that, and I'll talk to mine. Not separately. all together. Yes, yeah. separately. <laughs> uh, cosplay and lightsabers. That, looks like there's a typo here. That, then, a few months ago, she wanted to use our old Kenner Star Wars action figures during our adult time. Wait, what? What, what the <laughs> hell? We, we have come to a disagreement as she thinks Boba Fett feels better because of the rocket on his back. <laughs> I kind of thought Princess Leia was a better option because of the hair buns. <laughs> These are our listeners. <clears throat> I really need your help um, getting her to back down on this. I don't mean to be trivial, but since Boba Fett is a guy, it makes me feel kind of gay when she gets on me. <laughs> Please help um. out before she walks in the bedroom with the infinity gauntlet. <laughs> <laughs> we should walk in with Chewie. Sincerely, Soren the Sarlacc. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. All right, before we answer this question, all right, before we answer this, please say right now, was it one of you two that wrote this? <laughs> oh boy! Oh, do you still have the emails? I do I, have the emails. Yeah. I may be blocking these email addresses. Future okay. <laughs> We get like child. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, Where to start a, with that? Holy at least they're not shit. using the chewy doll. You know, and, <laughs> I mean, who knows? Someone might have trolled us too. It was out there, so this could get really interesting. Uh, well, the only the first thing that came to mind is. You know, good thing that uh, they didn't bring Yoda into it, because, I mean, you can get stuck, you could lose him. Here's the, here's the Boba Fett you are. <laughs> Lost I am. Where am I, I am. Alright, Andrew, you take this one first, then I'll go second. I don't know. Um, wow, I mean, putting action figures in your orifices... Uh, you know, whatever floats your boat. Um, not exactly something I do. I think of something more creative to put in an orifice. It's pretty creative. I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, yeah, okay, less creative. How about that? There you yeah. Go. Okay. Yeah. Um, wow. Um, cosplay. Yeah. I mean, who hasn't thought of like you know, banging the uh, was it the 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 Twilight uh, Jedi Master chick there? Oh with yeah. The huge okay. hands. She's gorgeous. You have it? No. Really? Really. Yeah, wow. head tentacles don't do it for me either. No. Why? Well, you? No, Jeff? but she's pretty no. hot. Yeah. I'll give you that. Uh, Nana? No? No? Okay. Whatever. <laughs> Stop I don't ask. even know who you're talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. Well. But no, um, I say leave the toys in there, but like, just I <laughs> no no but no 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 just throw them in the dishwasher if you're with some, I don't know I think that just fucked up that just fucked up all around <laughs> so now you're judging the audience That's I'm not cool. judging yes, the audience are. well you wanted my answer and I just no I'm not a fan of that stuff like those toys are meant for something else I don't <laughs> you like feel them. bad yeah, for the toys I do what if your kids get a hold of them exactly <laughs> <laughs> my <laughs> problem is. Those are vintage figures. You should not be doing that with them. Right. I mean, if this is what you want to do, go to Walmart and buy a new one. Don't, buy two don't of them. ruin the yeah, because you gotta keep one, keep one, keep one in the package. package and one but collect still, and you wanna pretend it's your package. Well like <laughs> I can't believe someone can actually think that. Like like you said, they're vintage toys and I just don't like that one bit. It's pretty fucked up. And not to mention, we all know the Boba Fett the the 
rocket was intended to be removable. So that's not really like secured in there. He could end up yeah. with a rocket in his. Mine never. I was just. I mean, in my Boba Fett figure, I had the Boba Fett figure, and the rocket never came Let's talk to the missus. That hasn't thought out. Maybe they super glued it on. Yeah. Well, they had a couple of different versions of them. The first, the very first Boba Fett ones, the rocket actually shot out, you know, the missile. His red rocket shot out. Apparently, some stupid kid got one jabbed in his eye or something, and so they... Choked and died, supposedly. They left it in there. They glued it in or whatever. Imagine you're the doctor and you just get the rocket stuck in there. Uh, why are you in the hospital tonight, sir? Uh, there's a rocket stuck in my ass. <laughs> You've had that before. Come Every on. year, I, I don't know what website it is, or maybe it's several websites, but they post x-rays of the strangest things that were found in people's... Matchbox you know, cars. cars. Matchbox cars. Matchbox cars. Oh, marble. Yeah, people actually do this shit. Hamster it's skeletons. Up, though. Yeah. What? <laughs> That's yeah. fucked up. Jack's like, how did you get my x-ray? <laughs> oh. So much for the HIPAA laws. Yeah. <laughs> Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> I don't know. He's telling us who put the hamster there, apparently. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Any, any parting thoughts on that yes. one? Uh, since, I mean, really, we didn't give them any advice. We just kind of condemned them for what they're doing. You're going to hell. Well, I, I guess... Well, advice, if you're not comfortable with it, say yeah. something. Yeah, open line of communication. If, if you're really not comfortable... Once it's out as well, <laughs> um, yeah. Talk about it. I mean, don't. As we we saw Thursday night, um, not talking about being uncomfortable with something being stuck in a place that you don't want leads to becoming a mercenary with super mutant powers. Oh, that's so cool! Wow. Hugh, <laughs> stop poking me with that. <laughs> no, but what you're saying, have a line of communication. If you're not comfortable with something, then just don't do it. And there's plenty of other people out there if that's what you want to do you're comfortable with it fine but if i find a, once i find a girl and settle down and if she wants to do that sorry if you're listening out there i am not going to do that <laughs> once i find a girl so we've determined that jack is not ever going to let a girl fuck him in the ass no put a toy yeah yeah no toys oh no toys but if no she no back. no action figures <laughs> what no caitlin jenner <laughs> <laughs> I got the hookup for you. Oh. <laughs> so are you in agreement on this one? Yeah, um, the open line of communication. Yeah, definitely open it. lines of communication. Uh, just, I mean, finding a chick who wants to dress up as, as like a Jedi or whatever while you're, you know, having relations with her, um, that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. I've got a few uh, friends on uh, Facebook that uh, are cosplayers and, oh, oh, oh my God, that's sexy as hell. But I'd have to draw the line, you know, me personally, with, uh, you know, ramming Boba Fett in my ass. Yeah. Um, now, if it was, like, the real Boba Fett, I might have to give in and say, go ahead, because it's Boba Fett. He's, like, 80 now, right? So. No, no, I'm not talking the actor. I'm talking the Boba Fett. Not the actor, but the real guy. He's saying if the imaginary character was actually real, he'd let him do him. Mm. Just because it's Boba Fett. Not because, you know, hey, how you doing, guy? You're cute. I mean... Well, Jack is kind of cute. No, Andrew. Jack is not Boba Fett, though. We, we no, now know not. where the line is with Andrew. And he, he will not do it unless it's actually Boba Fett. Well, ask my girlfriend. She will tell you straight out that I have a man crush on Tony Stark. Not Robert Downey Jr. Tony Stark. Tony Stark came to me and said, hey, let's, you know, hey, let's get it on. Oh, okay. Just because he's Tony Stark. 
And the other guy comes along, he's like, get the hell away from me. I don't, I don't fly that way. <laughs> so it's Boba Fett. Or, yeah, so or it's Boba Fett. Fett and Tony Stark. Now, are you saying that it would have to be Robert Downey Jr. playing Tony Stark? If no. He in character, Tony Stark. It has to be Tony Stark. <laughs> Tony Stark, CEO and whatever. Well, lucky Stark for you that, you know, as far as everyone else in the world is concerned, Robert Downey Jr. is Tony Stark. Well, Stanley said that. He said. There you go. Robert Downey Jr. was born to play this role. And if that's what I have to deal with, then I guess so. <laughs> He's resigned himself to the fact that Robert Downey Jr. is going to fuck him. That's what it is. Hey, Robert, if you're out there, you might want to get a restraining order. <laughs> yeah. And a gun. Yeah. A few. <laughs> <laughs> you Once you get you're shot, they're not going to stop me. <laughs> or repulsors. Yeah. You want to read it? Yeah. <clears throat> hey, guys. Every time I go into my local comic shop, I have an issue. There always seems to be a bunch they're missing a word bunch of raggedy looking girl geeks hanging around they are always staring at me and smell like they haven't showered in weeks there is a distinct odor of nacho cheese code red and BO coming from their direction as soon as they notice me they run up and ask me stupid questions like do you really read comics name the first appearance of spider-man and can I have your screen name for wow I'm assuming World, World of Warcraft. Warcraft. Okay. Must be. Now, I like female attention as much as the next guy, but I just want to pick up my comics. If I was looking for a date, I would go out to a club or maybe peruse Craigslist ads. What? I hate that I can't get into my local comic shop without feeling like a piece of meat on display. Any ideas? Sincerely? So that's how they feel. Wow. Um, well, first off, when you walk into said comic shop, are you dressed up like your favorite comic book hero for them to come along and give you such attention? You know, who does that every Wednesday? I, I don't know. Well, besides oh, that, you just saw them. No, I don't really. It's usually Kyle. No, Brown. but what you're saying though, like you don't have to talk to everybody. You can just um, do what you're doing and then just uh, buy your comics and get out and. No, like, just do your thing, and if you don't want to be, just be like, I'm just buying something, then they'll leave you alone. If they keep bothering you, then it's... Just then be an just asshole. Not be an asshole, but no. just, like, just avoid them as best you can, and, and just tell maybe the manager to say, this is annoying, and tell they won't bother you again. So, like, it's just annoying. Like This no, is why you don't have a girlfriend. Well, you want a girl <laughs> smelling like B.O. and Code Red? You know, uh, we could, no. you know, like, come up and say, you know, you know, you got chicks coming up to you and saying, "Hey, you really, right, you want to, you know?" Eventually, you know, sex is going to become a part of it. You know, they're going to be like, "Oh well, I want to do you," and then you could put like the shower thing in the uh, the whole process. You know, they come up, baby. I like the shower. You know, let's do it in the shower. <laughs> you'll be doing it in the shower, and then you'll be scrubbing down her back. So there you go. Okay. So you know it's clean okay. and ready for uh, for for attention. She'll be like, "I'm gonna kiss you. Like shampoo your hair right now. <laughs> Get some of that." Cold I hope red you like Head and Shoulders, baby. <laughs> okay. I didn't look at it that way. <laughs> Very nice. Andrew. Which we come back to. This is why you don't have a girlfriend. But I would just. There's definitely a whole other world just to the right. On this side of the table, yes. No? Too soon? No, that we came out what, 92? Exactly. Too soon? Any thoughts, Paul? 
I'm just wondering if if this isn't thinly veiled, you know, gender swapping. Because I mean, you you hear about that all the time when yeah. you when you get a girl yeah, into the comic shop and all of us, not us at the table, I would hope, especially not Jack because he could barely find his way around the comic shop Thursday night. I had to show him the Nightwing comics that were directly in front Twice. of us. Um, <clears throat> but I, I I do know there is a whole subgenre of our folks who fit that description that they described the less than socially. Where, no, no, definitely socially awkward, and um, it turns into and you've seen it in all the the movies that pick on the geeks and everything. How yeah. if a pretty girl walks into a comic shop, fucking shit grinds to a halt. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean you you have all of your little magic players there, and all of a sudden a girl walks in and fucking Dead game science. on. Oh my god, yeah. Is that the, what a woman really looks like? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So. Well played if it really, if it's a girl playing the gender swap card to throw this out here at us. I think that's pretty smart. I like Very it. Very good. And I do believe we have a few intelligent listeners. I think more you than know, a few. You know, that's a pleasant surprise. Yes. I thought they were all like Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> not everyone can be this lucky. <laughs> we have not been shot Touché. in public yet. So, <laughs> <that's good. laughs> um, so if we're looking at it that I mean, it really doesn't matter gender-wise looking at it either or the other way. You're going to go out in public... Be clean. Don't smell like nothing. It's also a confidence thing too. Just, just have your confidence up, and just if you look in the mirror, just like take a deep breath and just. Are you going to really do the the hmm? Stuart Smalley right now? Who's Stuart Smalley? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this, right? No, but keep going. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> You're a good I person. People like you. Gosh darn it! People like me. Just confidence. Confidence goes a long way. If you show that, other people see that, and it's like okay. Fair enough, but keep going. Wait, are you telling uh, telling our listener that it's his fault because he's confident and he's asking for it? No. <laughs> no. So what you're saying is if, uh, if a guy walks up to a girl and takes what he wants from her because he's confident that it's okay? They call that rape, you know. And that is not okay. <laughs> that is I, not, I, I, no. No. We are not advocating for that. And I will speak for everyone around the table on that, because if someone disagrees with that, I'm A, cutting it for legal purposes, <laughs> and B, I will throw you out of my house. <laughs> I wish I could just make a, like an, an edit sound in the middle of that and make it sound like yeah. that. The yeah. like... <laughs> and the Jack doesn't speak for the rest right. of the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh. okay. The Jack is banned. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, so, on to the next one, or do we have more to talk about? Just bottom line. Wash... Treat people with respect. That's where I was going with it, yeah. And lay off the nachos, I guess. Nachos are good, though. They are. They're pretty. They are good. Chimichangas. Chimichangas are better. <laughs> yes. They make me fart. Oh. They give me the slippery shits. <laughs> <laughs> Please read the next question. Okay. All right. Dear Geek Pod. I am probably a bit young to be listening to your show, but I hope you might be able to help me solve a mystery. I am 13. Hey, Lana's 13, too. I'm 14, 14. Oh, damn it. That's right. You just had a birthday. Okay. What? But you know what? She was 13 when she started on the show. So, um, person writing us, if you're out there listening, uh, you may be too young to listen to us, but you're not too young to be on the show and be here live. <laughs> yeah. Just don't listen to our uh, uh, broadcasting. <laughs> or anything. Recording. Put earplugs in. 
blindfold yourself and sit in the corner until we're done. Just, Whoa, nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> <laughs> I am 13, and since my mom works a lot, my brother and his girlfriend have to watch me after school. Almost every day I am over there from 3 to 10 when my mom gets done with her shift at Kraus. A few months ago, I noticed something strange. They only have an old Xbox 360, and the thing is lame sauce. Lame sauce? Is that a thing? No, it's not. Are you sure you're not a typical teenager or typical anything? It's not so. a thing. I've lame seen that before. I've heard lame. I've heard awesome sauce, but not lame sauce. Lame sauce, so I don't yeah. play it much. I've gotten very interested in their collection of old toys and comics. Good. There we That's go. A, That's a good right. start right there. Lately, though, something is going on with the toys. Every time I play with their lightsabers or their old Star Wars figures, they smell funny. <laughs> oh, no, not again. <laughs> Jack, what are you doing over there? <laughs> sometimes like cat food and other times like straight up crap. Especially oh, the Boba Fett figure. <laughs> Oh. We'd like to refer you to the first oh. one. Yeah, wow, yeah. I am not sure what's going on. The brown paint on Leia's hair keeps rubbing <laughs> off on my hands and making them smell like poop. I think they might be Chinese knockoffs or something, and I am not sure who I should report this to. Please let me know what I should do. If those things are dangerous, like those toys from China that had lead in them, I would hate for my little cousin to keep sticking them in her mouth like she Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for your help and keep up the good work. Only Sincerely, hand washing saves lives. <laughs> Only advice I have: stop playing with the toys now. Yes. <laughs> Put the toys down. Put the toys away. Um, they are not for you. Um, yeah. Don't put everything in your mouth. You're no. a little old for that. Oh. No, it's her. It's uh, the person's little sister. I think it's a cousin. It's like cousin. <laughs> cousin. I don't want to know. <laughs> little cousin. Yeah. <laughs> Stop playing with the toys. That's the next question. No, yeah, just <laughs> throw them the fuck out. <laughs> Handle them with care. <laughs> Wear gloves. And a bottle of disinfectant. <laughs> Tell your mom. Go talk to your mom immediately. <laughs> She's about a this. nurse. She knows about these things, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Say oh. no, then go and tell someone you trust. <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. Oh god, this episode's gonna fuck up my makeup. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how we know it's a good episode. <laughs> oh shit, I'm crying here. <laughs> Same. Can we? Do we have to cut that whole thing? Because I mean, could CPS get involved? I mean, <laughs> CPS. Hey, well, we, it's anonymous, so we don't have. We have no idea. idea. Yeah, we, there's nothing else we can give. The authorities on that. That's In all fact, we have. broadcasting this is probably the best thing we can do for the community. Yeah, something. <laughs> Let's have a unilateral ban on Star Wars toys. <laughs> It'll wait, happen. Wait, wait. So if this kid listens to us, he's going to hear the first question. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So now he's going to figure oh, so, things out. Yeah, like you said, refer to question <laughs> one. There's your answer. We're sorry. Shit. <laughs> I feel like we failed them. <laughs> But like what Paul, this audience. Yeah. Like Paul's saying, stop playing with the toys, go talk to your yes. mom now. T- tell now. Mom. Tell your mom. You failed you, Anakin. <laughs> oh, you go. Oh, man. You were my brother. I loved you. <laughs> you were the chosen one. <laughs> no, he wasn't, but I got chosen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. But, oh, oh. shit. I want to go home now. 
Looks like yeah. this will ground to a halt. Alright. Oh, boy. <clears throat> Next one. Uh, nah, I'll do that. I already got oh, it. Okay. Hey, Geek Pod class guys. What? What? Class? It says pod class. What does that even mean? I don't yeah, know. Is that that it's a typo podcast. I am a 27-year-old woman dating a girl who listens to your show. Shut up. Lately, I have noticed there is something wrong in our relationship. She was always very distant and talking about ranking up. I think that might be code for trading me in for a new model. She also stays late up there. She also stays up late on her Game Station 4 thingy. She says she is playing games, but I hear her talking to someone from our bedroom. Sometimes I can hear them talking back, saying something like, I have a bad feeling about this. Which is surely in reference to what's going to happen when she finally tells me. <laughs> I am so heartbroken. I may not understand all of her dorky things, but I thought I had found the right one. Last night I saw a charge from a company called EA for something called the Season Pass. I have never heard of EA, but I'm sure the A stands for adult. I think it might be a dirty dating internet site or something. I am writing you guys because I know she will be listening. I want to say something to her. Hilda, you are a cheating, lying bitch. I know you listen to this on your way to and from work, so you can expect your shit on the curb by the time you get home. I can't believe you would do this to us, and I hope you and your new toy find that rebel base you keep talking about until four in the morning. Go to hell. Signed, who's the dumb one now? Well, maybe you should have just started with that and have the confidence to just talk to her. <laughs> but if you're going to put her shit to the curb, then go right ahead. Oh, my God. Okay, Hilda's girlfriend... What I need you to do is go downstairs and um, look at this Game Station 4, which is really a PlayStation 4, and you'll notice something most likely in the tray called fucking Star Wars Battlefront. Oh. She's cheating on you with a video game, you idiot. <laughs> and the A is not a doll. It's art. Wow. <laughs> you do, though. You've seen... Clueless and anybody under the age of 13. There are really people like this out there. <laughs> it's surprising. <laughs> oh my god. Well, okay, we, we can't be we can't Sorry, be mean. No. You know, okay. She's obviously is, in distress. Guys, Go, please. Go um ahead. yeah, okay. Star Wars, um, you might not know this, but it's kind of a thing. Um, people play these things called video games on things called PlayStation 4s. And um, they talk to each other, which is kind of cool because, you know, people talking to one another is a thing also, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I would hope so. Doing right now. Oh, there we go. <laughs> All right. See, case proven. Um, yeah. You might want to consider maybe um, joining in with your girlfriend. You know, maybe like, you know, doing her thing. And it might bring you closer together when you're not calling her a flying, cheating bitch and all that good stuff. Throwing her shit out over a video game? Yeah. Yeah, maybe bring that back inside. Or give it to one of us. <laughs> oh, man. Will she even listen to this to know? It may be too late. That's fantastic. You just need to have the open line of communication and talk to her and say what's going on before you jump to conclusions. Is this going to be out in time? Well, it's going to go out and her girlfriend's going to listen to it. And I know, but her shit's probably already on the curb. Well, no, she said I know you listen to this when... You're going to work or something? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you listen to this on your way to and from work. But do we always get the You, you know, maybe we should reach out to this person. Yes, you have the email still, yeah. right? Okay, take care of that. 
Because, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't want to be Geek Pod Breaking Hearts since 2016. <laughs> <laughs> just, no. I mean, to be on a t-shirt. If we can do something, we should do it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> oh, boy. I'm, I don't even know what to say. Speechless. I know I should feel bad about that, but I'm actually really enjoying that. Yeah, I'm going to pull the asshole and move. <laughs> I can't do that. <laughs> I think it's I'm just too... funny. You can't pull the asshole? No, I can't be the dick move. Well, this is too can't this stretch is, this the sad. Uh, okay, fuck you. <laughs> nice talk. You kissed my mom with that mouth. Yeah. You're kissing my uh, mom. How, how, no. how, how are you feeling about this segment still? <laughs> I, I, I feel bad. I think it's working. Uh, and, we, and we talked about whether you know people had responded and given us enough questions to have enough material. But this started before 11:10. We're at 11:40. Yes. It's, so. Yeah. All right, Paul. Is there any left? There is. Yeah, there's one more. One more. It's all you, buddy. All right. The one I just read was number five. Gotcha. I'm impressed. Six responses. That's, that's, that's really good. Ever. That's really good. Dear Geek Pod, I am writing you because I need help in an abusive relationship. I am a bounty hunter, but I am not free. Hold on, hold on. Oh, no. Andrew just cracked his knuckles. (laughs) (laughs) He's in an abusive relationship. He cracked his knuckles. Dude! (laughs) (laughs) Give us the address. We'll be right over. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Boondock Saints it. (laughs) I guess don't even have pennies. Can I finish? Yeah, sorry, sorry. I just thought. He was! You are a commie little bastard, aren't you? You didn't know that? Yeah. I'm sorry. I apologize. <laughs> I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was too busy giving looks. <clears throat> I'm, I'm writing you because I need help in an abusive relationship. I was hoping you'd see the crack his knuckles. <laughs> There you go. There you go. That was a good one, too. Yeah. Impressive. I'm yeah. a bounty hunter, but I am not free. I am owned by a couple of the most depraved and evil individuals you have ever seen. Parents. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all got that. They used to keep me locked up in a case, but lately they have brought me into their sick and twisted sexual games. Oh, I did not want to retract what wow. I just said. <laughs> the woman likes to stick me and one of my fellow prisoners at the guy's butt. And then they don't even let us shower before letting their fellow slave owners use us to act out their own weird but far less perverted fantasies. <laughs> oh, the grammar here is awful, but I'm going to keep it as it. Me and my fellow slaves don't know what to do. I was nearly eaten by a smaller chubby one that looked like a hut the other day. <laughs> if my father Django could see me now, he would be ashamed. <laughs> Please tell me... How I can stop this. The last time I was in an asshole, I had teeth. But it smelled a lot nicer and didn't leave me feeling ashamed. Help me. You are my only hope. Uh, I'm not your hope, <laughs> Andrew. <laughs> we're, we're all beyond hope. Wow. Well, I would say that... Um, Anytime that uh, they try putting you in with these assholes, fire your missile, and then, um, uh, fly away. Fly away, <laughs> little bird. Fly away. Oh, my God. <laughs> you can probably, you 
probably take the little chubby one. Um, <laughs> they won't make it. <laughs> I got nothing on this one. I got it's it's your it's your job. This is the spotlight is on you. Jack, do your job. Jack, Jack, do your job, Jack. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> Call a line for help immediately. I got nothing on this one. I really can't. There's nothing I can say that's going to go the right way. Do, do we have the CPS number? Um, <laughs> here, let me look it up. <laughs> yeah, Google that shit. <laughs> oh, oh, my good goodness. Um, shower daily. Um, that's always a good thing. Um, keep yourself clean. <laughs> <laughs> See, yeah, that's where I was thinking. Like, <laughs> nothing out of my mouth oh, will come right of this. Wait a minute. Okay, no. Nothing that comes out of our mouths is right here. I no, know. That's the point. I'm also thinking, you're a bounty hunter. You can kick some ass. Come on. Man up. Reach down. Grab a handful of balls. And just start Who's? swinging for the... It's the point. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think of that. Oh. Wow. Yeah. Um... <laughs> I really like what you've done with the place here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Uh, Twilight oh. Zone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Really? Well, this Twilight is fun. Zone. And that's yeah. the first annual uh, Valentine's Day Massacre. Mail sack. <laughs> <laughs> the first and last. If, uh, if you guys enjoy. Uh, receiving relationship advice. Feel free to continue to send in <laughs> emails. Whatever it is that you're doing. Wow. <laughs> Paul just lost. Paul is actually speechless. <clears throat> I want to go home. <laughs> Let me go home. And shower. <laughs> and shower like ten times. <laughs> oh. So as a palate cleanser, would we like to get into the Geek Pod Book Club? Sure, why not? Thank you. How do you really go? Where do you go from there? Shower. Yeah, that's yeah. Shower. Yes. That's, that's about it. Wipe that lead-based paint off. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, yeah, I guess I'm going to run with the Geek Pod, Pod Club because Paul, Paul just has his hands over his face over there trying to compose himself. He's big hairy arms <laughs> all facing in this direction. Paul's done. <laughs> Paul's done. All right. So uh, this week for the Geek Pod uh, Book Club, um, I am recommending uh, in probably a layup, but I think it's a uh, an important comic as far as the, the history of comics, or not that, of all comics, but of currently what's going on. It's an important issue. Um, Batman number 49 uh, finally sees the return of Bruce Wayne as we have uh, expected him to be now. I, there, there may be some changes and some stuff that isn't the same. We, we don't know because it's really just a final panel reveal. But if you haven't been reading the comics, uh, the Joker uh, and Batman died uh, in a, a final fight uh, underneath in the yeah. underground of Gotham in the tunnels. There was a Lazarus pit down there that the, we discovered the Joker had been using, or something similar to the Lazarus pit that he had been using, and that's how he's managed to keep himself going all these years. And uh, they both fall down there, and Batman and him basically die just about in each other's arms. Mm -hmm. you know, the Joker's trying to crawl to the pit to heal himself, and Batman's hurt too. And he won't crawl to it, and he grabs the Joker and holds on to him and won't let him get to it either. 
because he's finally going to because he didn't kill him you know a stalactite fell on him and, and crushed his his back but he's not going to let him get away well the cave collapses they can't find bodies um, some of that s stuff must have leaked out because, and I'm assuming we're going to see the Joker again because of this as well, but it got to him and it did heal him, but he comes back as Bruce Wayne with zero memory of who he was, even his parents. He doesn't mm -hmm. remember his parents really, he doesn't remember them dying or any of the, the bad stuff that happened to him. And when Alfred finds him, he realizes this is a chance for Bruce to grow up and be the person that he would have been if that horrible thing hadn't happened to him. Now, they've gone as far as having Wonder Woman uh, put her lasso of truth around Bruce and everything just to prove that he's not hiding anything. It's really not there. Like, literally, his training, everything is gone. He can't just put the costume back on because none of that ever happened. He doesn't know how to be Batman. And for the longest time, he didn't know he was Batman, but he recently has found out that he was Batman. And there's a new uh, menace uh, named Mr. Bloom who is basically tearing apart the city, and he just whooped uh, the new Batman's ass. If you don't know who the new Batman is, it's actually Jim Gordon. Um, mm -hmm. Gotham uh, decided that Gotham needed a Batman, so what they did is they created a uh, almost like a RoboCop type suit, but it's it's bigger than that. It's a little more like a mech. Mm -hmm. You know, it's probably twice as tall as a real man, and he has a, a slimmer suit on underneath with the bat symbol on it that he can jump out if he needs to. But he's been Batman in this interim, and uh, Bloom just whooped his ass. You know, Bruce saw it. He knows that he was Batman. He knows there's something behind the uh, the clock in the study that Alfred won't tell him, and he demands Alfred send him down there. And there was a machine that Bruce had made um, a while back, which they've referenced before, because his, his idea was that Gotham would always need a Batman. So um, he, he started cl cloning himself, and he hadn't had any luck, but what he wanted is when one of them fell, another clone would be imprinted with the memories and the experience and everything of Batman to carry on all throughout you know, history. Uh, but he had trouble because he had never been able to get... A, a brain to actually take it without dying. And, uh, so it's kind of like a Matrix thing? A little bit, yeah. N none of them mm -hmm. survived. And I don't know that he was actually you know, killing clones. I think he was just testing the, the brains or something. I, I don't know. There's an ethical thing there that they didn't really cover, which bothers me a little bit. Anyway, um, he determines, uh, he forces Alfred to, to make him, to, to run this machine on him. He does, Alfred does not want to. He's begging. He's crying. He's, I will not. You know, this is how you were supposed to be, how you deserve to be. You know, I mean, it's very emotional. Mm -hmm. And at the very end of the comic, after trying twice unsuccessfully, and it's killing Bruce, Bruce realizes that when they hit the danger threshold and he's just about to die, Alfred needs to push it further because they've never, they've always stopped before brain death. And he thinks that's why the memory's never imprinted because they never went that far. So he does. And the next panel is Bruce with a very grim look on his face saying, We've got work to do. That's awesome. So it would seem that Batman is back. Now, I don't know if this is going to be exactly the same Batman, if he'll have experienced some of the joy that Bruce has in, in the time that he hasn't been Batman, if he's going to be different in some way. And we've talked about how this is a... Uh, it it kind of sucks that they're pushing it for Batman 50 to have him back, just because of the movie. And who knows, you know, what Snyder's real plan was, and if he intended on, you know, leaving uh, Jim Gordon as Batman. Because that's been a really interesting story. It, it's a guy that's trying to live up to, you know, in the Batman shadow, in, in, not just in the suit like Dick Grayson has, but as, you know, with completely different technology. He's got a team behind him that are always hooked up to the, the suit. They have a blimp that goes over Gotham and basically, you know, stays with him, uh, grab him for repairs, deploy him, things like that. It's a really different kind of story, and it's been interesting. Uh, but Batman is back, and I think that if you're a Batman fan or a general comics fan, you kind of need to pick this issue and the next one up because... 
this is reestablishing Batman like he's going to be until the next time they kill him. Which I, I really don't. I, I really think since we've had two Batman deaths, really quickly, really quickly, I don't think that's going to happen again. Well, I would hope not because I mean it loses the impact if you just keep doing it. Yeah, I mean we had the whole battle for the cowl thing, and then we had this one, and yeah, I just can't imagine they're going to do it again anytime soon. I mean, really, you, you, that's got to be like hands off for like fifteen, twenty years. Do you have now? I'm. I like comics. I've always been a uh, anti DC person. I like Marvel comics. That's you know. No, I get that. Um, do you have like say uh, uh, a reading list for you know dummies or whatever oh, for cool. the uh, um, current? Because I mean, all this is like news to me. I'm like, holy shit, Batman. I mean, um, Jim Gordon being Batman. I didn't know. Dick Grayson. It, kind of makes sense that yeah. something happens to Batman that, you know, Robin or Nightwing or whatever is going to, you know, pick up the uh, slack. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, if you have, like, a, you know, what numbers to start with, to, um... Well, you know, uh, there's two ways you can go with that. You... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that wasn't even good in you, end up. Um, you can always start with Batman number one uh, as of the, the new 52 numbering, which brings us to 49 comics right now. Mm -hmm. The interesting thing is, you know what the new 52 is? Nope. It was a um, brand-wide relaunch of DC Comics. It was basically a reboot of their entire universe. Most of the characters uh, came out radically different. Superman is younger. Uh, it, it's it's compl it's li a literal reboot, not just like a rejiggering for most of those characters. Batman's the only one that really wasn't tinkered with. Everything that happened before pretty much remained there. The timeline changed a bit. And you do have a situation where there's 20, 30 years of Batman comics that got to be squished into, like, you know, 5 to 10 years for it to work. But they left most of that stuff there. Mm -hmm. So you could actually start farther back or further back, and it, it wouldn't be an issue because it, it kind of continues on from there. I mean, it, the biggest thing is, I mean, literally, the Justice League doesn't exist at the beginning of New 52. It actually starts with them, which obviously the Justice League was around in the older universe. Yeah. You know, this is the first meeting of some of these characters. Like, uh, in the very first issue of Justice League, um, Green Lantern runs into Batman in Gotham, and he's like, you're real? Because he had no idea. He thought he was an urban legend. So, I mean, it's an interesting reboot, but they, they've kind of, they've not tried to make it fit. They've just kind of said, yeah, you know, the, the Batman stuff is untouched. And Snyder was working on Batman prior to that, too. Yeah. He had a great run. So, um, start there. Or, uh, personally, uh, if you really want to get a history of Batman, I would go back, um, like Paul and I have discussed, to shit like uh, War Games and uh, I'm drawing No Man's Land, stuff like that. I mean, really, if you look at most of the comic books out there, there's been strong runs, weak runs, changes of creators, uh, and, and there's been a lot of, you know, people talk about how I liked this era but not that era. Maybe this is because I'm a Batman fan, but I kind of feel like Batman's run has been really strong for 25 years. It's been good creator to good creator for the most part. Strong stories. I can't really think of a, an arc in Batman that I think is all that weak. I mean, I, I don't know about you, Paul. I know you're not a huge Batman fan. Yeah, I'm, I'm random. It's just, if it. you go and look at the trade paperbacks for Batman, every single one of them is pretty much a hit. Every... They, they don't just pick 
you know, six issues from this one year and then nothing else was good enough. It's for, you can you can buy trade paperbacks of pretty much everything that happened mm-hmm. to Batman all the way up till today because mm-hmm. they were all good stories. And not most most comic series aren't lucky enough to have a run of good creators like that. Also, long term, you have Scott Snyder now, and he's been on it for years. Uh, Grant Morrison before. First time we brought him in in a while. Yeah, Grant Morrison hasn't had a reference before, you know, and those are two of the biggest names in comics. So that that encapsulates encapsulates what the last ten fifteen years of Batman, right there. Two of the biggest names. Yeah. Period. Without a doubt. I'll I'll do some research and I'll get you some actual numbers. Okay. Cool. Give you a place to start. Actually, Laura has been asking for a database of our recommendations as well. She actually wants us to make a list of that and post it up somewhere. Well, our, our weekly recommendations are just single issues. Just like, random. Yeah, yeah. I, th- I think it would need to be something a little more in-depth. But if you're curious at picking up this issue or any of the other issues we've just talked about, you can get them at Cloud City <laughs> Comics and Toys in the Shopping Town Mall. Damn, you're good at that. Now, mine is something I referenced on the Deadpool show. Um, but I actually looked at it and realized that the way I was describing it was factually wrong. Um, the that never happens to you. <laughs> or, or all the time, however you want to look at it. Um, what I actually read, and what I'm recommending, and good luck finding it, because this is one that's been snapped up and is going on the uh, the secondary market for a much higher price now already, and it's literally like two weeks old, is Deadpool number six. Now, I didn't bother to look into the caption because I thought this was a special one-off issue because everything about it just screams Deadpool 2099. It has nothing to do with Wade Wilson, essentially, except that, you know, we're dropped into the 2099 universe with no real explanation why, and we're following the Deadpool of 2099, which apparently is Deadpool's daughter. Okay. She has taken up the mantle um, for a very specific reason, which is detailed or out there. She's looking for her mother. Um, she doesn't know her mother. Can't find her. Wade Wilson has the answers, supposedly. And we know this because she has Wade Wilson <laughs> chained up in her apartment. Um, <laughs> oh and she is torturing him by forcing him to watch CNN on a 24-hour cycle. <laughs> um, he's literally on hands and knees, hands chained up above him in front of a TV, no mask on, long old guy beard, <laughs> and still looking at Now the problem is, he won't give up the information because he can't, because of the healing factor. At this point, with as many years as it will have been, he doesn't remember anymore. And as you see, like, throughout it, he'll get flashes. And he does get emotional at one point, which I found a little odd. But it's a really cool story. Um, but I'm a sucker for anything 2099 anyway. And apparently they, they finish off the story because they leave you on a cliffhanger at the end of the issue in the Deadpool 25th anniversary comic that just came out last week, I think, right ahead of the movie. Yeah. Hmm. I have not tracked that down to check it out yet. I'm going to need to because i I got to see where this goes. Wow, you had only three Deadpool comics. I know. One of them was forced on me. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
That, that's that, I think you should thank your stars that that's as traumatic as it was, all things considering. <laughs> right. I heard you like things being forced on you. That's not true. <laughs> that doesn't happen. Nobody has to force him. <laughs> <laughs> well, so Jack is a liar then. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Andrew. We, I was going to say, we didn't, we didn't have a no. talk with Andrew beforehand. Sorry. That's fine. <clears throat> Anything else anyone would like to throw in here? What else have you got? Well, I do have a couple things. First of all, um, I wanted to talk, just, just because uh, this came up yesterday when I was talking to my wife. We heard something on the radio, and she uh, was talking about the whole issue. I know this is kind of a political thing, but I just I realized I had a, a, a solution to the problem, and I just felt like I needed to say something somewhere. Um, she was telling me about how she was reading articles about there's a big hubbub about uh, transgender people and what bathrooms they can use. And we're hearing things about laws like they're going to have to flash their genitals and things like that to get into a bathroom. I guess we're going to have a bathroom doorman. Yeah, I know. It's ridiculous. Huh. Uh, and and it, was, it was prompted by, uh, at our local Walmart, the East Syracuse uh, Walmart, there is a, a trans person-ish person thing that, that shows on a regular basis. Thing. Really? I, I don't I don't know what you'll understand why I don't know how the person What's the proper to terminology? Transgender person. L- let me get there and I'll, I'll explain. Uh, we saw this person on the side of the road just, just walking up the street and we usually see this person at Walmart. And uh, it's uh, this person dresses as a woman, tries to present as a woman, always has at least two day stubble. And my wife was saying, you know, I don't have a problem if a person uses the uh, the bathroom they identify with, but try a little. You know, I mean, because seriously, it looks super awkward, and I can understand why that might make some people uncomfortable who aren't homophobic or, or transphobic or anything like that. It's just, you know, you walk into the woman's bathroom and there's, you know, stubble. It's understandable to take you off guard because this is a, a changing society, and this all came to, to light within the past year or so. People don't change like that. Right. It takes time to get used to things. Mm-hmm. Okay, so it's understandable. Some people are upset. Some people are taking it too far and they're assholes. I agree with that. But... I'm thinking to myself, easy solution, take out the urinals and put in stalls. When I go into a stall, that is my domain. I don't care who's sitting next to me. I'm doing my thing. If there's some girl, a regular girl, even a hot girl in there, and I go in there and drop a a loud, stinky shit, I'm going to (laughs) laugh. That's what you get for using the men's room. Okay? Let's play battle shits. (laughs) Uh, but, But seriously... Replace everything with stalls with doors. Yeah, problem, problem solved. solved. But point. the problem with that is, you know, the cost. It's a lot cheaper. To put a door? It's a lot cheaper to have urinals up and just, you know, have a row of them. No, you know, walls between or anything like that. And, uh, you know, then it would be to, you know, take the urinal, your, the, you, the pee things, take those <laughs> the off the thing. wall. Put your shitters in there. Put walls up. Put doors up. Well, think of how much money they'll save in your old cakes. And and you know here here's the thing. Yeah, it costs money. Um, it also uh, costs a lot of money to pay your employees more than forty cents an hour and not hit them with a whip when they slow down. But things change. Fucking deal with it. I mean, come on. This is Walmart we're talking about here. Well, yeah, but everywhere too. And see, you walk into Walmart, there's like two urinals. Yes. Okay. Or right, one. Two urinals. <laughs> So you have stalls anyway. It's yeah. You, you replace a couple urinals with stalls, and the problem is solved for the most part. Yeah, and people can't really blame the transgender person using the bathroom if 
the people who provide the bathroom don't want to shell out the money yeah. to put in and stalls. The women's room doesn't have urinals. It's already closed off, so you're really only replacing, like, what, one or two toilets? I mean, yeah. I've gone into plenty of bathrooms where there were ten stalls and one urinal, or maybe two. Not a huge amount of cost. Society's problem is solved. Thank you very much. Please buy my book. <laughs> What's the title of your book? <laughs> I, I stalls. Stalls. Are you a <laughs> Stall. Uh, but that was my thought. Uh, the other thing I wanted to bring up is, uh, as Paul and I discussed, we're, uh, I'm going to continue uh, talking about you know my, I don't want to call it weight loss journey because that makes it sound like it's a thing. Just talk about what I'm doing. Um, currently down 24 pounds. It's, it'll be three weeks on uh, Monday. I found it. You found it? Yeah, you did. A <laughs> um, couple things I ran into this week that made a, made a big difference. Um, first of all, Paul remembers when I used to show up here with these giant kale shakes. And uh, what, I, what I've done is uh, my wife and I picked up a ninja. And it only has a little 24-ounce cups. So what I've been doing is... Oh, I think you picked up an actual ninja. chopping away I was like, go yeah, on. Yeah, hopefully he doesn't write us a letter in six months. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, he has these 24-ounce cups. You pack all the stuff in the cups. The, the top of it that screws onto the cup actually has the blades. You stick it in there and push it down. Pulverizes anything. It's beautiful. Best blender I've ever had. So I've been really trying to um, figure out what I put in these to make them taste good, but also make them healthy. I'm still I'm using less kale and less spinach because nobody needs 4,000% of vitamin A every single day. Um, but what I found is I've been able to cut back on fruit. I don't use uh, milk. I use water. Um, 70 grams of uh, just a dull mixed fruit that I get frozen. And I found something called PB2. Now, I've used PB2 before. It's a, it's a peanut butter powder. Now... Uh, before, when I used to do these, I wasn't worried about calories or anything. I would just, you know, I wanted to make a smoothie that tasted good, and I figured it's healthy even if it had a lot of calories. So I put like four tablespoons of crunchy peanut butter in that thing, and it was like, you know, my whole day's calories, I'm sure. But it tasted great. And, and I found that, you know, the peanut butter taste really helps with those. Now, I tried PB2 before, and I thought it kind of tasted like ass. Um, wasn't a fan. But we ran across this Jif powder that was uh, peanut butter and chocolate, and it was like 80 calories three tablespoons, which isn't bad, especially because now I've cut my fruit in half, which wasn't a lot to begin with. Um, so I decided to try the, the PB2 chocolate because it's much more economical. You get a much larger size container for about the same price. Uh, peanut butter and chocolate thrown in there with yogurt, fruit, kale, spinach, and water. It's delicious. Uh, I think my, my smoothie today was about 160 calories. Nice. Lots of protein. Uh, lots of uh, nutrients, Andrew. Don't go there. <laughs> Protein. But but the thing is, one of the things I've noticed uh, while while you're trying to lose weight is that some people think that things need to not taste good, and, and that's a recipe for failure. Because if you start to get bored or you start to hate it, you end up you know you people talk about hate fucking. You end up hate eating because you're so pissed off. You sit down and you eat an entire fucking pizza, and then you hate yourself afterwards. Yeah, as Andrew rubs his belly. Food baby. Yeah, but I don't hate myself. <laughs> no, it's so, so th this is this has helped because while I wasn't tired of the, the smoothies, it really tastes good. It's like a dessert. I mean, they actually, um, my wife and daughter, uh, last night made, uh, for, for snack last night, instead of having something snacky while we're watching TV, they threw some ice and milk and some of that powder into the blender and made themselves like a peanut butter chocolate shake kind of thing. It was great. Yeah. You know, and, and the PB2 is only 45 calories for two tablespoons. So it's even less than the GIF stuff. But both are good, and both are reasonable as, as far as calories go. So if you're looking for something to kind of, you know, make breakfast a little bit nicer, uh, a little bit more interesting, give that a try. Uh, the other thing, other th one of the other things we found this week, 
uh, was cauliflower rice. Now, if you're trying mm -hmm. to uh, lose weight, uh, replacing a lot of things with cauliflower is a really good thing. Um, I've made uh, cauliflower buffalo wings because Frank's Red Hot Buffalo Wing Sauce, zero mm -hmm. calories. Bet you didn't know that. I, I didn't. did I, know that. I, I thought I did, it was yeah. red hot and butter. I figured there were calories in it. No, zero calories. Um, I'm not going to go into the recipe for that now, but I was kind of blown away because my wife took some cooked cauliflower, she stuck it in the food processor, and just pulsed it until it, it doesn't end up the size of rice, but until it's, it's small enough. And then she made Spanish rice out of this. Now, yes, I knew it was cauliflower. It wasn't exactly like rice, but the flavor profile with um, the meat and the vegetables, like Rotel, stuff you'd put in Spanish rice, was close enough that it came out actually good. Mm -hmm. I mean, really good. And I, I actually ate it for lunch the next two days because, I mean, it was like, a, she, she divided this recipe into six servings. She thought it would be like six one-cup servings. So she put all the uh, ingredients in, calculated the calories, split it by six. Uh, actually ended up being like um, 10 or 12 servings. Oh, nice. Okay? Very cool. So, so a serving, which was a bowl, which is filled a lot more because usually we measure stuff out in cups. This time she just divided it. A bowl, which was enough, you know, for me, I was happy with it. Mm -hmm. As she calculated, it was 190 calories, which is insane for dinner. It actually, in reality, it was a lot less. It was awesome. So I think cauliflower rice is a, a great way to kind of trick your palate. And we're looking forward to doing some stir fries, maybe some chicken with broccoli, other things nice. you do to get rice in. Uh, finally, the last thing I want to throw out there is if you are feeling like what you're eating is not enough, if you're not feeling satisfied, if that bowl of cauliflower uh, rice or soup or whatever, just you, you eat it and you kind of like, you're like ah, I really wish I had more. Something I've started doing is you can buy, and I believe Tyson and Weaver both have them. Uh, there's other brands, but they don't measure it out by the actual breast. They go ounces, which is a pain in the ass because then you've got to cut a frozen chicken away. So I wouldn't recommend that, but uh, I think it was Tyson. It was one of the ones yeah. you had yesterday. They have these frozen chicken breasts, they're grilled chicken breasts, and they come in the portion. One chicken breast is a portion, okay? It's probably mm -hmm. about three ounces, uh, so I think they're, they're cutting them smaller. 110 calories. Now, if you, you know anything about this, protein fills you up, makes you happy. Uh, something I've been doing for lunches is leftovers, which are really low in calorie, and then I just microwave the chicken breast, a minute and a half in the microwave. And yeah, I mean, it's, it's not glamorous. It'd be better if it had barbecue sauce on it, but I'm eating something that tastes good that doesn't fill me up, and then I'm eating something that fills me up but doesn't taste as good as the other thing. The combination mm -hmm. of the two, uh, if nothing else, I'm not snacking. Cause we have healthy snacks that we can eat, so it's fine to have a snack between lunch and dinner. But I'm finding that I'm not snacking before dinner now just because I'm not hungry, and I think that has a lot to do with it. And I'm thinking about it as, as building blocks in a scientific way. A piece of protein is going to make me fuller than a bowl of cauliflower by putting the two together and 110 calories that that's adding nothing to a meal uh it does the trick so no that, that's really cool I, I think i mentioned this on the show before um, i worked at wegman's uh they taught me how to cook and all that in the summertime you can actually get purple and gold cauliflower and um they have something called broccoli flour it's broccoli and cauliflower mixed you can make popcorn you can make a uh, turn cauliflower into like a popcorn which is pretty cool like you if you like fry it and it actually tastes really good and that doesn't, could be it doesn't really feel like popcorn. Though. No, of course not, but you're eating healthy and all that. But also try um, Greek yogurt and um, and, and um, blueberries and ice. That's what I make after I get done with the gym. I finish my workout. At, gym. Yeah, Planet Fitness. Uh, but um, after like long days at work, I just want to go to the gym and run a little bit. But that's what you do. You can try that. I wanted to know what gym he went to. But um, it's very good. So you're eating very healthy and you can live better. And... and this will be the fifth straight year since I've had my knee surgery. I'm going to be doing the Tipper Hill Shamrock Run. Nice. It's a 5K, so it's very good. 
You know, blueberries are great, but they cost like you know. I have to sell a child to yeah. buy enough. Of course, but that's true. But but you'll feel better. You'll start to breathe better. But you breathe better. <laughs> breathe better. <laughs> but I think he's got that figured out. But you'll you'll start to feel better about yourself and all that and nice it's a confidence boost and because like when i graduated college i know i'm all smaller than you guys but like i was 185 pounds that's for Gosh. for my height exactly <laughs> but for my height that wasn't good then i got down to 155 which was too small and then now i'm comfortably at 160 and that's fine with me so i'm one of my legs ways <laughs> how do you stay at 160 with all that beer you drink i go to the gym five six times a week and I just uh, say regimented, but lately since work's been busy, I just I, and it's cold. I go three or four times a week. Why well, go tonight after we finish this podcast? So with this uh, this tip hill pop, not is it like run? Does it uh, stop at every bar on the way? It's funny you say that. Like people dress up. I saw a guy in his tidy whities last year. He ran right to go. He's like beer. Yeah, they run by all the bars, but with like um with smaller people, like, you go up hills and it's tough. But it's actually very nice, though. You have people cheering you on. It's only a 5K, but 3.5 miles going up hills, though. With no. l- it's really can be tough at times. That's coming up soon, right? Like March. the beginning of March. Right? Only a 5K. <laughs> I had knee surgery. I have screws in my knee now. I was an avid track star. Uh, not star, but I, I used to run the 800 for our track team, but then my knee pulled out, and went, my kneecap went behind my knee during a meet, so my running days were done. But I love running, so it's a lot of fun. I forced gump it. Did, did you do a lot of that in high school? Track? Yeah, running. Only. No, because my knee was fucked up. No. I couldn't run. You probably could beat me in a race, but now I can only sprint. Like you know, I like running. It's fun. I only run to the fridge. Or when I'm afraid Jack's going to run me over when I'm shoveling the driveway. Twice. Oh, really? Is that what happened to that? No. Yeah, I, I, I was pulling into his uh, driveway. He's like, oh, shoot. I'm like, oh, my God. Really? I remembered from Thursday night, and so we'll pull the curtain back a little bit. I had no tread on those tires. unloaded the vehicles, and then he followed me into the parking lot, <laughs> because we unloaded right in front of the door. I pull into my parking space, and he comes around behind me, and starts to go into a parking space, and continue on almost to the door of my car, with the front of his vehicle. <laughs> so, I'm a little concerned with Jack driving when I was, you know, standing behind my vehicle. I'd like to keep my legs for a little His while. His eyes look like a deer, and I was like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> I'm driving. This is my car. You get in front of Zoe, this is what happens. Zoe? Seriously? That's my Zoe. car's name. Aww. First stripper. Cute. Yeah. Lookers. <laughs> Lookers. First stripper ever? We had this discussion. Oh, it was off mic. Oh, yeah. Off mic Thursday. I named my car after the first stripper when I was 18 years old at Lookers. That was the first strip club I went to. Two yeah. weeks ago. <laughs> a, that's also the first strip club I. You too. To. <laughs> I'm not gonna say how old I was because I'm pretty sure they could get shut down. <laughs> yeah, I think that might be the first one I went to as well. Yeah. Did I ever tell you the liquor story? I don't believe so. Are you sure you want to tell us? Oh yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Um. So uh, my my ex wife. <laughs> my ex wife had a friend who ended up uh, working there as um, like a, a bartender type thing. She wasn't dancing or anything, and. Uh, kind of made a connection there and she basically offered to make their buffet so she because they, they do a lunch buffet and they actually have a, you know they usually have a catered well they started paying my wife and or my ex-wife I'm sorry and then sometimes because I helped out with it and sometimes would deliver it um, to make their lunch buffet so one of us would have to show up with all the food you know before noon and uh, deliver it there and uh, it, it was weird because you go in there to get your payment for the week because they had to pay ahead of time because some of the money went to buying 
the, the, the groceries for it. And you go upstairs, and I'm kind of averting my eyes, because my thought is this. Yes, you're strippers, but upstairs in your dressing room, this is your area. You don't expect guys to just walk up there. So I, I'm just like, yeah. And I'm like, man, why does the manager put his office up there? That's just kind of rude, you know, and, and sexist <laughs> and chauvinistic. Um, but you have to go up there to get paid. And then, you know, I'll be dropping it off. And there's a girl on stage, because they're already dancing at that point. And, oh, yeah, and I think they day, open at like 11. Yeah. Do yeah. they really? And I, I'm setting up the buffet, and one of the dancers comes down. So there's not really anybody in there. She's like, oh, hey, are, are you the, the person that does the, the buffet? And I'm like trying to look up at her eyes. I mean, she, she's completely naked. Boobs right out there. Higher, so I have to hurt my neck to look up to see her face. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, this is, yeah. she goes, what's on the menu today? Uh, pulled pork. Breasts. <laughs> but again, I'm just trying to be respectful, you know, because again, I didn't pay to get in there. I'm not giving her tips. I'm there to drop off food. I feel like I don't have the right to look at her tits. Okay? I, they just, you know, I felt bad. Did you wear your cross or your rosary? <laughs> no, I was just trying to be a decent human being, you evil scum. <laughs> He's over there with a plate of chicken wings making it rain. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, very nice. But uh, it was interesting to see the other side of that kind of an operation. The business side they of it. They call that the ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's typically the side you see when you're there. Yeah. Mm. Oh. But yeah, that's my looker stuff. That's awesome. Okay. I don't think my first stripper uh, giant was even in the country. Wow. Probably not. Oh. Weird. I'm this sure it was is, much different than it is here. There's been so many. <laughs> yeah. What uh, country? I, um, I'm not sure. Uh, to tell you the truth, I'm not sure. Guantanamo Bay? No, no, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, open up the prison. Let's see what they got in there. Um, I think it was Okinawa. Cool. Um, if memory serves, uh, the pink pussy. That's an accurate name. I'm going to leave it at that. Okay. Are, are strip clubs in other countries a lot crazier? Um, well, you know, depending on the you know rules and regulations of you know the country in question, for the most part, they tend to be uh, full nude. Um, there are uh, rumors. I can't attest to whether this is true or not. Uh, that uh, like uh, other countries, they don't have the same like age uh, restrictions that. Uh, here in the good old U.S. For entrance or participants? Participants. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would. Yeah. I couldn't do that. I mean, the, the, you get like a, um, you know, people telling you, okay, we can go here, but we can't go there. It's like, okay, why can't we go there? Yeah, they're like twelve. Okay, no. maybe not twelve, but you know. Well, at least there's an avenue for young girls who want a new Xbox and can't get their parents oh, to pay for it. You mean the game? No. You mean their oh. game system? Their <laughs> <laughs> their game box, our game station, game station four. four, and then the A is for adults, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, weird. I I did karate for like seven years, and all they talked about there was how majestic or like graceful the people in Okinawa are, because they're like, that's like where karate came from, I guess. Uh, one of the places. It's funny and I see. met them too, and I had to like, my all arms are, no, uh, no, no, the, uh, all the people, the, like, generations. Okinawan masters. How do I know yeah. more about this than you do? I wasn't even there. 
Because <laughs> I hated it. What? My sense, like, it was awesome, though. Like, when I first started karate, I was like, I want to be like Mr. Miyagi. He's like, no. <laughs> I got my ass kicked. And he's like, you're going to do knuckle push-ups now. Karate is actually nice. No, like, the no, 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 no. I was a potato in a class of french fries. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. Lana's a black belt. Badass. Yeah. black belt. Nice. That, and that was the last time she put forth effort. In and, you, and you no, let some punk-ass kid karate chop you on the arm. <laughs> Some black we belt. Were we, were around. He was, we were horsing around. Can you agree, though, the sparring was badass? I love that part. Oh, I love that. I think <laughs> my favorite part of it was probably always the, the bully busters. Okay. Ooh, cool. We would, like... Yeah, those are the things that other people use on you, Andrew. Yeah, when they, like, pinch you and stuff, and, like, it really hurts. Like, Purple nurples? They're called no, purple nurples. No, 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 we don't do that. Oh. Someone would like bear hug us and we'd like pretend to stomp on their foot. Well, I always like throwing the head back, you know, smashing the face. I know, but then I grab do. an arm, twist it around, step under it, then, you know, right. pop the shoulder out. Well, this is meant to like get them off you but not hurt them. So you don't want to hurt the people that are attacking you. Oh. Yes, because they're bullies. They're all 12. Oh. We don't need her ripping the arms off her classmates just because they disagree. Can you imagine? All right. Okay. Uh, Can you come into school? Lana's at it again. I'm going to (laughs) soapbox here for a moment. Today's uh, society, you know, the whole, oh, bullies are are bad and, and, uh, you know, we have to have uh, a a timeout area for people who have been bullied because, you know, they're sensitive and blah, blah. Bullshit. What happened to the date? Now, I'm going to date myself here, but... No you know, only <laughs> wish you could date yourself. I, I know, I'm sexy as hell. But the days that when you get in a fight in school and it's like you get a teacher or two coming in there and you know pulling you off the other guy or whatever, and that's it. There's none of this, oh, well, we're going to you know press charges on you and you're going to be expelled from school for like a month because you got in a fight with somebody. That's bullshit. It's ridiculous. You know, a lot of times, I'd go and go head up with somebody, get in a fight, and a week later, you're buddies. And now it's like, well, you know, the bully, whatever, you know, beats you up, you cry about it to somebody, you're in therapy for, you know, five or six years. The rest years. of your life. Yeah. Shh, I still am. Well, it's so okay. We all, we all love you, Jay. Anywho. Didn't um, I say before, him. don't speak for me? <laughs> <laughs> what? I, I, you, you love him. I do. You're, he's cute. Uh, Andrew, continue your story. <laughs> Please, just keep going. <laughs> but it's, it's just that this whole thing, you know, that you know everyone's sensitive now, and I, I just think it's bullshit. It's ridiculous. Well, I can see where they're coming from with, like, the sensitive like stuff, because work. there's, like, it's mentally damaging, because, like, not only is there the physical kind, but there's also, like, the mental kind that kind of messes people up a little bit. Yeah, well, back in your day, we didn't have... You got your ass kicked, but you didn't go home, get on the computer, and everybody on social media was calling you a pussy well, and kill yourself. It's yeah. what you yeah. said, though. We live in a time, though, in social media, and, like, it's different nowadays. Like, my dad said that, too, because he got into a couple fights when he was in high school, too, and they would beat each other up, and then the next week, they're buddies. Yeah. Yeah, now, you, it's like you get into those fights, you get into social media and all that. It's... It's different nowadays. Yeah, so and so got his ass right. whipped and blah blah blah. Oh, who didn't though love watching a good fight in high school? It was awesome. There you go. 
It was great. I've never seen a real one. Oh, they're awesome. Yeah, I, I'm Hang around after the show, I'll show you something. <laughs> exactly. Well, She's a black belt. I, I, I wasn't going to fight her. I, I think <laughs> that, um, no. to a degree, some of that built character for our generation. Now, mm-hmm. I'm not saying that there isn't maybe a more middle ground we need to find, because I think it has gone too far in the other direction. Only because, yes, we do have to mind, be mindful of people's feelings, but we also cannot remove all of the moments in children's lives that builds character and shows them how to deal with life when there isn't somebody right there who's going to coddle them and, and tell them everything's going to be okay. Because eventually, you've got to step out on your own, and when something mm-hmm. like that happens in the real world, you need the tools to deal with it. Well, you're absolutely right, but we don't want to condone violence as well. Like, we got to do it the right way. Speak for yourself, Jack. Yeah. When I wanted to be a teacher at one point, I did separate two fights, and it's very intimidating. Like, you know my size. I'm very... Four-year-olds are badass, aren't they? (laughs) (laughs) Syracuse uh, City Kids. That was interesting. That was... Yeah, that was very interesting, and I had to step in, and I'm just the substitute teacher. And they're, like, over six foot, and... 200 pounds and it's pretty and you see my size and it's like damn what am I doing you don't for the knees don't oh. you stop, stop. <laughs> no, you're at, well the way Paul was doing it you can't show open palms you have to show you have to show backwards hands if you show it, the back your hand but like, it's it's very intimidating but you, like you said like, we gotta find like a middle ground like it's gone like far to left and like back in the, I don't know it's just very confused it's a very confusing time you have to he, go into the heat of the moment and you what know, do you do you know what pisses me off when kids are angry at each other in my school they will send these two kids to the counselor's office and the counselor will keep them there until they apologize to each other and become friends is that what you're seeing in school nowadays yeah it's like i don't want to be fucking friends with you Mm -hmm. i want you to stay the fuck away from me okay so does that really breed anything other than the two kids just outright lying and saying okay i apologize we're friends now can we go and then nothing is resolved. Yeah, right? nothing ever gets resolved. At least with a fight, the other person, in both parties, even the one that won, might go, yeah, but you know, I kind of respect him now for stepping up. Right. Even right. though I kicked his ass like a little bitch. You know, that, that's why you became friends, because, you know, there were times in school I wish I had stood up a little bit more. We all do, yeah. I wish we had more confidence and all that. But with your school nowadays, are you seeing, like, kids just on their phones more like uh, toward that was toward the end of my school like schooling because like we wouldn't if we had our phones in school they would get taken away never give them back like what are you seeing in schools now well they take them away but there are a couple teachers in my school that will straight up like ignore the phone like my social studies teacher like this girl was watching netflix on the chromebook they provide for her okay. and texting somebody and he was standing right behind her didn't say a fucking thing and another girl um she was getting a little sleepy. He picked up a pillow and said, "Do you need this?" <laughs> In the middle of his fucking class. That's awesome. That's but he right just—I wish he would wake me up because it's it's the history class, and I actually enjoy history. Awesome. He just keeps it really dark and really warm. You know, you could say to your teacher, "Listen, I, I, it's cool that you let me sleep in class, but I actually don't want to sleep in this class. Could you wake me up when that happens?" But that's huh. like kind of embarrassing. See, that's what we you thought when we were kids too. But falling asleep in class. I'll make you feel better. I remember and failing. I, I don't fail though. Like I think that's like my highest grade. I remember I did that in college once, though. I did fall asleep in class. My head bashed the desk, and I fell right <laughs> out of the chair. <laughs> that was bad. I got caught. But thank you. So. <laughs> but uh, we were like what, we were your age once, and we were intimidated to tell the teacher that. But show the confidence, see what happens. Maybe something will come of it. But then I'm like tired the rest of the day because it's like become a thing. It's like my social studies. Do you nap. sleep at night? 
Yeah, I do, I do. I'll leave this for the week. <laughs> that, that's my move. I, I feel like it's a waste of time. True, but you gotta well, get your sleep I at night. I wake you up twice this morning. Oh! Because <laughs> if I don't sleep, I don't wake up. Like I'm not a morning person bird. either, but I'll just see what happens. I don't remember you waking me up the first I sound like a father. Because you were asleep. <laughs> I, I shook you and said, Lana, get ready. And you, you <laughs> jumped up. You looked at me. I'm like, hey, come on. You got to get ready. You said, okay. And then I went and took a shower. I come back in. <laughs> I don't remember this. This has happened on multiple occasions. They'll be like, but I shook you. then she blames it on me. And you sat up. And I'm like, I don't remember doing any of that. What are you putting in that cauliflower at night? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not putting anything in the cauliflower at night. <laughs> not the cauliflower, it's the Spanish rice. Ah. <laughs> no, we did have cauliflower last My time. wife is a black Russian Jew, thank you very much. <laughs> There's a combination. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's all I got. We just squirreled real hard. You think? <laughs> For like the last 20 minutes? <laughs> good stuff out of it, though. There was, yeah. yes. I definitely, I think I totally have the title for the episode out of that, too. Yeah, yeah well, you going to tell me later? Point it out. No, oh, because okay. that's not very compelling <laughs> radio. Oh, dear. Production notes. <laughs> yes. Geekpod, 213.16. That make no sense to anyone but me with all the rambling and scrawled stuff. Looks like a crazy person's writing. So Did that, you hit all of your beats? Yeah, we hit all of my beats. All right, and I've thought very hard about this, and I'm ending this show quite differently than we normally would. I'm going to give everybody a chance to say goodbye, but there is not going to be a WTF file this week, and I know it's going to crush Laura, but there is not going to be the typical send-off. I'm actually going to attach um, to the end of the show and make it the end of the show a uh, public service announcement. Nice. All right. Oh, my service is an announcement. Don't put Star Wars figures in your ass. I don't. Yeah, that's a good one too. Yeah. Or put them in your mouth. After you put them in your ass. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Leia's paints coming off. Oh, the baby's oh. crying. Hold on. Here you go. Oh. <laughs> Suck on this dead. Oh, new type of pacifiers. Oh. Oh. We should just stop here. Stop before it gets too far. Amber. <laughs> it was too far a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, the smartest Bruh. thing she's ever said. Right. All right, folks, stay tuned for the PSA announcement. As always, I'm Paul. I'm Hugh. I'm Jack. I'm Lana. I might be Andrew. That was really cool. Scarja is so hot. Shh. Oh, did you see that? Chris Evans is kind of boring. Shh. How do Hulk's pants do that? I know, right? Seriously, shut up! So you're going to the movies. Look around the theater. See that? You're not alone. There are many other people there to watch a film just like you. Now, we understand that you believe you are the most important person in the room. Sadly, that is not the case. Everyone else is just as important. We know you're having fun and excited about the show, but please don't talk. That will ruin the experience for everyone else around you. So please, respect your fellow theater goers, silence your phones, and most importantly, shut the hell up.
Otherwise, this can happen. This has been a public service announcement brought to you by your friends at GeekPod. This has been a GeekPod Network production. If you're enjoying us, leave us a five-star review on iTunes and follow us everywhere. On Twitter, at GeekPod, G33KPOD. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash geekpod. Want to get in touch with us? Email us at contribute at geekpod.com.